This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, this is Rob Maji, and you're listening to Our Lifestyle Podcast. But an absolutely wonderful day. Nothing can shake you, right? Ah, can't stop, won't stop, baby. That's what Hank was saying. I know, I know. I love that guy. I miss that guy. I haven't seen that guy in forever. Dude, he, I can't share the video, but he stole a police car, dude. He basically was, (laughs) the last thing I heard, he was literally playing Grand Theft Auto. And I guess he like morphed in, he morphed into the character, which is going to tie in. To the trivia in a little while, Mike. Oh, shit. I now, love trivia. Yeah, and the only reason why I can't share the video with everyone with Hank is because the police officer doesn't want to get in trouble because he left his car door unlocked when Hank jumped in. Ah. So that's the whole thing. If we share it, it could, you know, there could be a domino effect. So, you know. Well, hey, protect the, protect the man in blue. Yeah, exactly, you know. And Hank only meant, you know, good things, so it wasn't like he was trying to get anyone fired, you know. All right, let's bang this out. Let's bang it out. I love it when you say that. Yo, 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 it's our lifestyle podcast. Your mini trucking headquarters, and we're back with episode 333. And I could have swore I heard Miggity Mike, the mayor. I heard some police sirens. Are, are you getting chased again? No, 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 definitely not getting chased again, but I am sitting at a traffic light right now, and I got somebody sitting here basing out behind me, and I'm like, oh my oh, god, I'm like, and bro, Jones, and I haven't, I haven't, haven't been around that in so long, and you, when's the last time you've been sitting at a traffic light, and you've heard somebody, like, sitting there, sitting at the traffic light, just vibrating all the, the, the windows, and the, and the mirrors, and it's been a long time, bro, this is pretty, this is pretty cool, I like it. Dude, I love it, man, it's old school. And Biggity Mike, this episode, a year ago, we did episode It's Summertime. I think we're, what we're going to do is we're going to carry this tradition in around the beginning of summertime, you know, give or take, we'll call it going forward mid-June, that we're going to do kind of like a summertime episode. We got so much to talk about. Now, we are possibly going to have a few guests as well. I'm kind of working through some things. I'm hoping to link up with Lauren. Mike, because scraping the yeah. coast is coming up, and you know, Mike, it's scraping the coast, baby. STC was voted in the Mini Truck Hall of Fame, and not every show's in there, but certainly a show that's been around 21 years, dude. Tip of the cap, the entire Custom Car Show Productions team. Mike, do you know where we're going to be? Just in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, I know exactly where we're going to be. At. We're going to be at the Coliseum there in Biloxi, Mississippi, and we hope to see the rest of the Airhead Nation there as well. Guys, don't believe the hype when they talk about how hot it is. Because guess what? We're going to be inside sucking up that damn Freon poison. Our boy Scotty the Body is going to be there with us. And uh, and we are definitely excited and we can't wait. Hey, can't forget, we're going to have the badass Toyota Tacoma crew cab in our booth as well. Our boy Chad Luke is going to be uh, parked in our booth. So uh, definitely excited. Can't wait. Always a good time at Scraping the Coast. And I believe there might be a few more spots left 
inside. I think she can cram some more mini trucks in there. So, guys, quit making the excuses about, oh, there's too many lifted trucks there. Hey, come inside with us and that Freon poisoning, bring up, the, bring out the mini trucks and let's get inside. And you ain't got to worry about no damn lifted trucks. Well said, Mike. Scraping with an IN, scrapingthecoast.com. One week from the day one listeners, the 23rd, 24th, 25th in Biloxi. There's a lot of nightlife stuff going on with different casinos, depending on where you stay. There's a lot to go down. Of course, inside is where we like to hang. There's a lot of cool stuff outside. You'll see a lot of brands there like Garage Gear. We can't wait for the event. And hopefully Lauren will will be able to link up. I'll be able to link up with her a little bit later tonight and do some audio to talk about this amazing show. Again, title sponsor. We can't thank Scraping the Coast enough. Mike, we'll kind of see what else we we get into. But again, the summertime theme of this episode will play out here just in a few minutes, including with the trivia. So all I'm saying, Mike, is you better be ready because hold on, I gotta get your your binder. I swear. Get my binder out. Hold on, I got this. It's not. I know that one time I accidentally said trash. I meant file cabinet. I got the Manila folders over here, and I got the lock, okay. the old like the old metal deal with the lock key. I got it all locked up. Oh, yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. there's people scoping out the house, and I don't want, you know, because your binder, I know, is top secret. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Highly classified. Highly <laughs> I mean, classified. Highly classified. So we got a lot jammed into this episode. The episode overview is brought to you by H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeekendWear.com. Hammered Weekend Wear, Mike. They feature what type of builds on their apparel? Um, those would be real builds. And, you know, since we brought up Hammered, we might even want to bring up the fact that the Spark Show, which is, you know, presented by Hammered Weekend Wear, put on by our boys Adam, Trip, and Dizzy, Don Dizzy Davis, our two homeboys, which, you know, OLP will be making that trip out to the Spark Show again. I think we've had, what, a three-year hiatus? It's, some, it's something like that, and... I've said this before, I hate to miss the show because it has been one of my favorite shows I've went to, just the daytime, the nighttime, the surrounding city. The Spark Show is a cool show, and rightfully so, the last couple years I haven't been able to make it personally. It actually falls right around where Maddie's grandfather's born day is, and uh, he's over 90 now, uh, which is just awesome. He's still out there, he still drives, still does all the stuff he loves, but to get back to it, thesparkshow.com, Mike, they recently refreshed, they took away a lot of that black background on their site, makes it even easier to read, and you'll find that it's the uh, August 11th, 12th, and 13th, we'll be up there, uh, Old Knoxville Highway in Sevierville, Tennessee. Uh, Yes, sir, right outside of Pigeon Forge, right around the corner from Gatlinburg. Guys, if you've never been, make sure you guys get put it on your calendar and get ready to come out and have a damn good time because it is absolutely beautiful up there and there is tons of stuff to do, not only at the show, but you know, around you know, the surrounding area of the show as well. And I can't wait to get back up there and hopefully I run into my girl Strawberry Shortcake again. I love it. Thesparkshow.com. You can find more information. They also have packages available with a shirt. That helps bake in and lower the price overall versus buying a la carte. Uh, again, don't forget to visit H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeCanWear.com. They've got the new drops recently, or you can visit them at one of the shows nationwide. Mike, I know there was a little bit longer of an intro, 
But kind of the general updates, I just want to think, you know, with the theme of summertime, you know, there's a lot on my mind here, but I want to ask, I want to present you this, this question. What's your favorite part? I know we've never really broken this down, Mike, to this level, dude, but we're going to this episode. What's your favorite part of summertime, dude? My favorite part of summertime is the fact that all the snowbirds head back up north (laughs) and Naples is a much calmer place. Dude. Man, see, I'll, like you're thinking like a professional, you know, like gig, job, side deal. I'm thinking things like this, dude. For me, it's the great American season. You know, I think barbecues, families traveling across the country, you know, national parks, fireworks on the 4th of July. But, Mike, you can't forget the M word, the summer blockbuster movies, which I want to talk about here in a second. But that's kind of what, to me, what sums it up, dude. Like, I like to get outside, feel the sunshine. Even though we're in Florida and it's nice all the time of year, like the summer, I'm just ready to swan dive. I'll climb up a cypress tree, right, 30, 40 feet if I've got to, and I'll swan dive in. Now, of course, Mike, i got to scout out the location first. You know what I mean? i got to see how deep it is. But, you know, I'm ready to swan dive into the lakes, dude. What about you, man? I mean, I'm born in – I'm a land of Lakeian. Yeah, I was about to say, you could go ahead and stay in your lakes, and I'll just swan dive into my pool, because I tell you what, I, I prefer my, my, my concrete pond over the lakes, but that's just me. That's just me. Nothing against your, your Lando lakes, but I would prefer my, my pool. Dude, here's what I'm thinking. July 23rd, 91, you have DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. They drop Home Base, one of my favorite albums. I mean, not a lot of great tracks on it, but... Mike, the theme of this episode every year is going to be one of my favorite songs of all time. And you know, you got to put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime, dude. Who can't put that jam on? I've heard it plenty of times at the Spark Show. DJ Mays also plays it at, you know, Scraping the Coast and all these different events he goes to. But dude, when you put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime, I mean, that's the jam. That's the official, to me, the anthem of the summer, dude. Bro, that is definitely one of the the best all-time songs of all time, especially for, for the summer. But at the same time, hey, you can't go wrong with, uh, you know, putting the top down and then just cruising and sweating your ass off in good old Florida. Because in the summertime, guys, it's fucking hot. Dude, to me... I look back. I remember buying the cassette single. I still have it for uh, for summertime with DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And I think of some of the lyrics in the song, dude. And it really brings me back to kind of an awesome childhood. You know, like when he says the temperature's about 88, hop in the water, plug just for home time's sake, break to your crib, change his clothes once more because you're invited to a barbecue, Mike. It's starting at 4. And, I mean, you know all about that because you're all about, you know, you'll hit the mall, get the fresh kicks. I heard some of these parties that you're going to with some of the older ladies and stuff in your neighborhood. Like, dude, they're like, yo, is that Mike Murray over there? They see you pull up in the banana hammock and lifting up, you know, mm-hmm. once you get the, the Lambo doors, dude, they're just like, oh, my God, is that is that Mike Murray over there? Oh, damn, is that the truck? You know, I mean, you got the ladies going crazy, dude. Yeah, I think what we're going to do now is I got this new little concept. You remember back in the day, you used to put the pool in the back of the bed? Yes. And I, I yes, I got the truck up at Scott's right now. Yeah. And, um, and he's working on figuring out how we can get the jacuzzi tub 
in the in the back of the bed and uh, you know I, I figured I could get all the ladies uh, especially the older ones um, yeah. in the in the jacuzzi uh, tub in the back of the bed I, I think that might be the next the next thing I think I might just bypass the Lambo doors and go right for you know the the jacuzzi tub yeah and if Hank's driving you dude like you I mean he could be your Hank, chauffeur oh Hank can definitely be my chauffeur anytime any day no problem. So, Mike, think about this, though. Uh, speaking of movies, I said a minute ago, we've got some trivia coming up in a minute. But I'm super excited for I know, listen, there's going to be the haters out there. I totally get it, okay? We've had our tickets from the first day that we could put our card into the system. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I've been waiting on this movie. I've been following the developments for a long time. I even did a video on my Lincoln Attic channel talking about how there's a 64 and 65 Lincoln in it, believe it or not. But, Mike, summer blockbuster movies, to me, I know some people are going to be like, oh, The Last Indiana Jones sucked, blah, 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 blah. I never thought in my lifetime I'd get to go to now a second Indiana Jones movie with my son. I'm super stoked, dude. Now, is your son as excited as you are? Dude, I think he is, man. I mean, I, I could think? be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. You might want to reconsider that because – I don't know if you're my. I know I wouldn't be that damn excited to be going and seeing Indiana Jones. I mean, what are these dudes going to be like in the 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 wheelchairs? You know, uh, running around. I mean, this guy's what ninety years old now. I mean, come on, bro. come on, man. He's eighty, dude. And and then it makes me think. Like when I told Preston I had the fedora and stuff, he kind of talked about he was just like wasn't really interested in it or something. So maybe yeah, does I, that does that mean he doesn't want to go? Maybe. Uh, I'm thinking that's very possible because I can tell you this. I can tell you this. I seen the new Fast and the Furious movie, and uh, it's horrible. Want to go and see the Fast and the Furious movie more than going and seeing the Indiana Jones movie? Just saying. Well, I've said this before, and I'm going to use this maybe like in a hundred episodes as a trivia for the listeners, the great listeners we have. I have. I know some of you. You're not going to believe me. That's fine. Okay. I have never seen, I've kept the streak all these years, I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. I've seen a clip here or two, like flipping through the channels, but Mike, you know me, like when I get on a streak, I generally don't break it, you know what I mean? Oh, I know, just like your streak where you don't no more, you don't have no more, I mean, I know, you are definitely on some major streaks here, and you know, I even was seeing you the other day, you post up a picture of you drinking more of that you know, expensive water, yeah. and I really didn't know if I believed it or not, but hey, well, here's, I, I, I believe it. Here's the, I mean, I'll have to edit this part out, but the trick is you just keep the can, Mike, and put it in the dishwasher. Oh, you see what I'm okay. saying? And okay. then you I just, sh- I shouldn't, I shouldn't have known better. Yeah, then I you just, known better. because we all have, most of us have like a sink faucet, right? And you just well, fill hey, it up knew, and put it in the freezer. Hey, it's the I same s- thing. Right? I said, hey, I said it tastes like tap water anyway. So yeah, that, it that's is. not a that's not it's not a big surprise. Yeah, I'm not all bougie. I like I don't live in this big mansion and stuff like you. Like you know, filtered water and you like you know mm-hmm. how do you call it paria paria water or something? How do you pronounce something like that? Like uh, I, I'm not even know like you know cell cell cellsers or something. I don't even know what that stuff is, Mike. I'm not. I on have that no level. idea. What, I have no idea what you're trying to say. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I I drink you know good old Sam's Club water, so I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Dude, I can't I can't afford that liquid death stuff, man. I can't afford it, dude. I'm just trying to get on your level, man. 
Uh, <laughs> we just we just had Goonies Day the other day, which was June seventh. It's crazy to think back in eighty five. They had the Goonies come out June seventh, and then less than a month later, Spielberg has um, another movie, Back to the Future, come out. And you know, again, that all kind of just blends into me, Mike, for like summertime, right? All the stuff I talked about earlier, and I'm hoping next year our son's going to be graduating, which I can't believe next May. And we've always wanted to go like on a couple week uh, trip, you know, hit some of the national parks, some of the things we never went to. I kind of mentally have to get ready for that because that's a lot of driving, you know. But you know, it's it, it's part of the. I think America, you know, back in the day, it was like you know, you get in the station wagon and you just roll. You know what I mean? Oh no, absolutely. Uh, just like I, when I think of ODB taking a a, a cross country uh, drive like that, a, a trip. I think of Chevy Chase, bro. I mean, I could see that going down. You could be the next Chevy Chase when they remake that movie. Dude, the truckster, but do it like in a Lincoln. And then Yes. Yes. Like, I mean, I would never hurt an animal, but like for the for the movie, you would just have to put like some leashes, like tie them around the the bumper and just drive the whole country and just see like if you get anyone like flicking you off and stuff. Bro, I could see it happening, man. I could see it happening. Yeah, some son of a you know what's. But Oh uh, yeah, you know what I would say, Mike. In, in in my last thought on the subject is, you know, dude, it's it's summertime. You know, get out and do the things you enjoy or the things you want to do. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be going to a Florida State Park that I've always wanted to go to. I don't want to give it away. I'm going to post some photos, you know, on my personal Instagram, and you know, making some time or some plans for some time off around July Fourth holiday. Uh, you know that you know we obviously got scraping the coast we're going to go to and then that week kind of leading up pre 4th of July of course that national holiday as you know this year's on a Tuesday so a lot of us will you know I'm going to try to take that Monday off so kind of have like some time off and just really kick back Mike and, and seriously dude when I swan dive dude just pull the arms out as wide as possible dude and just get ready to freaking get crazy dude bro I can't wait man because we go to scraping the coast Right after scraping the coast, we go right into our vacation, which we're going to be. Um, we're going to leave scraping the coast. We're going to head to Orange Beach, uh, Orange Beach, Alabama, for a night, and then we're going to and then we're going to get up the next day, hang out in um, Orange Beach for a little bit, and then we're going to head on over to Panama City, and we're going to be in Panama City for a week. So I'm excited, bro. I can't wait. Do that kind of falls under the whole gallivanting, man, and. I, I, I do want to get to the trivia, but you just have to give us, look, not the long version, okay? Oh, uh, here but, we go. But the quick Reader's Digest, because th- the high-level overview, the bullet-pointed deal, was we heard all about the whole trip to Vegas, and that was like literally, I hate to use the F word, but that, that sounded like a, a rolling fiasco. Let's just be honest. But but you I think you may have toppled me with the story because a lot of guys don't know that you daisy chained after that you go back to work a couple days but then you were like up in buffalo then you were on some sort of uh you know cruise around the world or something like that no 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 all right so here's the quick here's the quick here's the quick deal i thought the damn um frontier fucked up big time when we went to damn vegas well then we went to Buffalo to go visit our neighbors. Our neighbors across the street from us live in, um, they live here six months, live up in Buffalo for six months. So we go up and stay with them for a long weekend. We take a Legion air, airline, get there. No problems. Everything was great. You know, we had to wait like an hour and a half in line for a damn rental car once we got there, but Hey, no big deal. We, we got it. No problems. So we go to leave. This is where the problem comes in. 
because some dumbass decides to have a heart attack on the flight in and we had a four and a half hour delay because they had to go get more oxygen before they could take off and take us back and bring us back to uh, Naples. So needless to say, we sat there for almost five hours and we did not get back into Naples till three o'clock in the morning. And I got back up at six 30 and went, went to work the next day. And so that was on Monday when, you know, when, when, or that was, we came in Sunday night, early Monday morning. That was Monday, went to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And, um, after work Thursday, um, finished all my stuff, got everything caught back up. Then we went on a damn cruise Dude. out of Miami. Um, we went to, uh, Nassau and we went to Coco Cay. It, now, granted, this was the first cruise we've ever been on. So we just, it was just a three day, three night, whatever the hell it is fucking it was awesome it was amazing and we are definitely going to be doing a lot more cruises um uh in the future because if if you guys have never never been on a cruise you got to do a cruise i mean there is so much to do on this ship that it's like there's it makes no sense going anywhere else um if we didn't already have this resort paid for in panama city uh, we would be going on another cruise because uh, that's how much fun we had. What a su such a good time! I like the fact that you can go to all these different places and uh, you just get back on the boat. Boom, take you to the next place. Get back on the boat, take you somewhere else, and uh, we definitely, definitely like it. So now we're back for two weeks. We've enjoyed being home for the last two weeks, getting stuff caught up around the house, and now we're going to be off to scraping the coast. So I uh, hope you guys are going to be, uh, you know, be in there, uh, come out, check us out and definitely want to give a shout out to all the people that have supported us, supported us with all this mini trucking stuff because we just dropped some new mini trucking stuff and man, all the orders are shipped. You guys should be receiving. If you haven't already received it, you should receive it really soon. Um, but thank you guys for all that. It's all updated on our website. We got banners coming. We'll have more of the license plates at Scraping the Coast. And I got something else, another idea for you, Jay. I won't talk about it on here. I'll wait till we get off. Uh, but don't let me forget because um, it's actually going to be at Scraping the Coast. Um, I kind of made a decision without you, but I think you're going to be okay with it. Um, I got us a really good deal on it. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that off off air, but that's all I got for you, Jay. Is it Smithside? Smith? Smith uh, no, no, no. It's not. No, 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 no. Damn. Okay. Oh, I'll, no. I'll edit that out. You know, I don't want. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. A bad reaction yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave you know Smutfest in here because guys, that's coming in October. Uh, Jay's still working out the details, yeah, Tampa, and it's Tampa, you know, Florida. Tampa, Florida in October. Yes, and yeah, Jay's got to be huge. Jay's got to. Jay's, Jay's got big, big plans for Smutfest. Dude, the reveal's coming soon. But, Mike, but real quick, so just want to, for, for those scoring at home, okay, which that was like the old, like if you watch back to like Jeopardy and the old deals, like you could score at home somehow. Like my grandmother would do that. You could do the scoring at home. But, but that's why no one will ever top the Gallivant Man. And I don't mean this, Mike, in a bad way, but like you're talking like you daisy-chained a Vegas deal, buying tickets on the go, coming home, then a then a Buffalo deal, coming home, doing a two-day stint at work, saying F you, blowing out of town again for a cruise. 
that's more than most people can do like in maybe like a five-year deal. Then you peel out. Thankfully with us, we hit STC, scraping the coast. But then you get sideways. You've got me dropping you off at a roadside attraction on the way back east for you to get picked up by an Uber driver to take you all the way to Destin. I mean, dude, Mike, you have to understand the, the status that you have to get to. In my book, you're kind of at it like basically like a borderline celebrity status now, you know. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. I would just go <laughs> that I'm really, really fortunate that I have a job that pays me to not have to go to work, and that's the best part of it all, right there. That's awesome, man. Well, Mike, the general updates. The summertime talk is brought to you by Lone Star Throwdown. Visit us, gallivant with us next year in Conroe, to. Lone Star Throwdown. Visit LoneStarThrowdown.com for more information. Again, it's the last weekend every February in Conroe, Texas. We can't wait. LoneStarThrowdown.com. Hey, Mike, before we let you go, dude, I got to sneak it in. We got the trivia with Mike, and I got one question. Are you ready? Now it's time to get serious. I am always ready to get it wrong. Let's do this. Dude, so I'm going to give you, this is kind of a two-pointer deal. 30 years ago this month, so we're talking June of 9-3, of 9-Tray, okay? There's two movies that come out. One's a true blockbuster, one of the biggest movies of all time, led to, I can't tell you how many sequels, okay? The other movie, contrary to what people believe, it actually made some money at the box office, but it really was a bomb by all aspects, right? One featured kind of a an action superstar, you know, that bombed out. And then the other featured this one that becomes this amazing legacy of awesome movies, right? So can you name either one of these? Uh, so I'm going to give you this one hint. Uh, the, the the one that failed, okay, they had a huge tie-in to Burger King. They also uh, were touting that they were the – it was the first movie that was advertised on a rocket that was being shipped into space, which – Maybe that was an indicator that the movie wasn't going to do well. Okay, that was on the uh, that was on the bomb side of, of G- June nine tray, but then in June nine tray you also have this the summer blockbuster, which makes makes over a billion at the box office, and features like a Ford Explorer in the movie and things like that. But do you have? I mean, the Airhead Nation out there is probably beaten on, maybe going to be beaten on their dashboards. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? But. Do you you can get a two pointer here, a one point tick mark deal, or a two pointer, or a zero pointer, Mike? It's all in your court now, bro. You give the worst, the worst. Yes. I have no idea what. Yeah, these hints, these these clues, are absolutely horrible, bro. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Okay, and then this this whole trace, and I was like, bro, English, my man, English. So. The movie that bombs out two years prior, this guy had one of the biggest movies ever, and it was called T2. Okay, that was two years earlier, right? Ninety one, which I mean, you know, Terminator Two was just literally a true blockbuster. But two years later, they come out with this next big movie, and it doesn't do as well. There's a lot of cameos in this movie, including rest in peace. We recently lost Tina Turner. She does a cameo. There's a bunch of cameos in it. And, you know, the guy plays a hero. You know, that's all I can tell you. Now, the other movie, the animatronics were unreal. And it really kind of set off 
a new way of movie making. So, I mean, those are the only two other, I think, deals I can give you. So, do you remember who the big hero was in The Bomb? And, you know, the one that featured, you know, that had been in the works for like 65 billion years. You know what I mean? 65 billion years. Yeah, in the works. They had worked on the movie that long. You know? Holy cow. <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's safe to say, I think it's safe to say that I am absolutely lost. Okay. And uh, all right, so it's it's his, had Tina Turner in it. No, 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 no. She made a cameo. There was a lot of cameos in the movie. Okay, there's a lot of cameos in this movie. It okay. starts with the word and what? Last. And what year? And what year? 1993. 19, 1993. I saw I was in the, this movie. I was in, in the 11th. No, I was in the ninth grade in 1993. Yep. And you've seen this movie in the movie theater. Okay. I did, yep. And a lot of people don't like it. I actually, I mean, you know me, Mike. I like it. You know what I mean? I was about to say, when you said, as soon as you said that a lot of people don't like it, I was waiting for Jay to come back and say that, hey, I like it. <laughs> Yeah, the kid kind of transforms into the movie, and he has to convince other people that, you know, what's going on. You know what I mean? The kid transfers into the movie. <laughs> transforms. Uh, so, Transformers? Uh, he has the help of a magic ticket, dude. Magic ticket. Magic ticket. Oh, are you talking about the... Uh, no, no, that can't be. The, the damn... Um... Not Willy Wonka. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, when you said Magic Ticket, see, I thought of w Willy Wonka when you said uh, uh, said that. Oh, man, come it's on, It's all right, man. dude. It's not the end of the world. You're going to be down to like a quarter of a tick mark. So you've still got oh. some time left. But, dude, it was, it was Schwarzenegger in Last Action Hero, dude. Oh, my God. They spent so much money marketing this movie, and basically it did nothing. Okay. Well, first of all, you can't even understand. <laughs> and, and I mean, the only thing that I, you know, the best, best saying that he's ever had, I'll be back. I mean, that was like the best. And then like, you dude, understood he's a great it and everything actor, was fine. Oh yeah. He's a great actor. Great. I mean, actor. Dude, he, especially, especially when he was, especially when he was in that movie where he's trying to get that toy for his son. Yeah. And, uh, he like chases all over the, the, the city to get this damn toy, this robot or whatever the hell that was called. Yeah, it was Sinbad. I don't remember. Yes, it was Sinbag. Rest in peace, Sinbag. And uh but yeah, whatever that yeah, Jingle he's a great actor. All the way. Nine six, dude. Sinbad. Okay, and then what about the, what about the one was it was it him and Danny DeVito in, in a movie called like Twins? Yeah, you and John we redid that that yeah, photo. Yeah, because fucking you know they copied me and John off of that. Yeah, because me and John are twins. No, 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 they copied us. Yeah, uh, nineteen, you know, uh, twenty, uh, twenty twenty, uh, they copied us. Remember, we made that famous at uh, uh, Twins at uh, at OBI. Yep. Yeah, they they me did copy John. you. So we had yeah. re released on June eighteenth, ninety three. That was the bomb. The blockbuster was Jurassic Park, dude. Sixty five billion years in the making was kind of on the the movie, the theatrical movie uh, poster. Can can I honestly tell you that I've never seen oh, Jurassic dude. Park either, bro? I hope you're I hope you're making this up, dude. Because I mean, literally, this, could, seen, this could be the know, end, Mike. 
Hey, I ain't lying, bro. I, Dude, you watch I've Fast never, and the Furious, have, but not JP? I have never Dude. been interested in seeing a movie with a bunch of goddamn bro, dinosaurs. Bro, the special it. effects, it's okay. just that alone, dude. All right, that, well, here's 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 what I did. I went on the ride many times at Universal. That don't count. Okay? But I have not sat down and watched a whole fucking movie of Jurassic Park. He, here, here's so. a question for the Airhead Nation. What's the name of the shaving cream that he uses to smuggle the DNA out from, you know, from the thing? You know what I mean? I'm going to leave that as a cliffhanger, and I'll come back to it at the end of the episode, Mike, for these guys. It was but, called Gillette. Nope. It's not the best a man can get. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the trivia with Miggity Mike is brought to you by The Spark Show. Visit thesparkshow.com, as we said earlier, to... Find more information about this awesome show coming up in August. Mike, I know you got to cut away. It's been awesome talking about summertime, dude. And all I can say, dude, is you're the lead gallivanter. And maybe one of these days, I've told you for years to go on a cruise. Okay? And you did. And you yeah. guys loved it. I love the food. There's so much cool stuff about a cruise. But, Mike, just think about this, dude. One of these uh, days, let's have an OLP cruise. Right? We okay, have, okay. you know, the wrestlers do it. You know, they have all the wrestler deals. Now, we're not going to have, like, fans and stuff, but, like, just people that want to come, like, we'll, we'll, we'll put it out there, and we'll have, like, everybody we know and all the mini truckers and stuff. Dude, we'll, and we'll do a cruise, man. Hey, I'm in, man. I'm in. Just as long as it's not no damn carnival cruise, I'm good. Dude, um, if they've, bro, you can smoke, you can gamble, you can do all the stuff that you and Hank are accustomed to doing, and hey, there's no rules. Shows and lots of hoes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, print that. Dude, Graphics Mafia, start printing that sticker right now, dude. Right now. <laughs> dude, Mike, I know you got to go. Have fun tonight. Tell Shannon we appreciate all the all the shipping. And thank you guys, bro. Absolutely. Hey, be safe. Be good. And uh, we'll talk to you guys. I'm out. And watch Jurassic Park. Peace, dog. Yo, Mike is blowing my mind. How can you watch Fast and Furious and not Jurassic Park? I don't know. Now, I know everyone doesn't like Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic Park 3, and then, of course, they come back with Jurassic World. Listen, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I'm a Steven Spielberg fan. It goes all the way back to the Goonies. For me as a kid, it goes back to Back to the Future. Spielberg had his hand in both of those. But also Jurassic Park, dude. Like, really? Like, Mike, I mean, dude, you're... Truly letting down your friend. I hope that he's really joking. Okay, next we got Hut 1, Hut 2, Hut 3, Hut, Old Dirty Ballard, live and uncut. And this one is super simple, folks. I hinted at this two weeks ago on our last episode. Uh, please, if you go out there and Google ODBs with, a, with an S, ODBs Life Substack. So three words, ODBs Life Substack. Um, or just go to substack.com and search ODB's life. Do me a favor. Uh, check it out. Check out my substack. And you can also uh, go on the Airhead Nation Facebook group and search substack. Or on my Facebook, you'll see on my wall, I think is what we call it. And you can uh, you can subscribe right there. And it's free. Okay, uh, I think you can pledge something if you want. Uh We'll get to that down the road as I kind of build up more content there. But, you know, certainly, again, you can just subscribe for free. And I would love for you guys to check out the last, my last published 
post, if you will, aka Substack, uh, to to sound formal. But um, the reason why I say that is, you know, I got some good traction. Some people chimed in. I did a topic built versus bought, and I posted it. And I didn't look at it for the rest of the day. And that evening, I sat down. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna take a look and see if there's anyone comment. I was like, whoa, like eight comments, ten comments. You know, not a lot, but more than I expected. And uh, it was pretty cool to see people chiming in because I was like, you know, it's kind of a controversial topic. What are people gonna say? Are they gonna be like, yo, ODB, you're you know being an a hole or whatever? But listen, what I stated in there was, you know, hey, I'm not trying to shut down anybody's thought process on it. I'm just pitching to you my thought process on the topic of BVB, which is built versus bought for short. My one thing that I'll give you as a cliffhanger is there's a there's a, one of the paragraphs in here, shorter paragraphs, by the way, where I say, think about this for a moment. Do most people actually, quote, build their own vehicles with their own hands, tools, and times? What if your friend or yourself paid to have your truck built, did they still build it, right? So that's kind of some of the thought process that leads me into where I get to with this Substack. Again, it's free. You just got to take a second to sign up. You put your email address in and you hit subscribe and then you'll get notified. I'm going to actually post more stuff here too, as well as kind of like not breaking news, but things that tie into, if you remember on the podcast, when we would do industry news and I would kind of cover like some of the sales numbers and things like that. I'm going to kind of like dive into some of that. Not not so much numbers, but like news about the big three. I posted on here uh, a note and you'll get notified of those uh, here and there when I do those. And it was tying in how Dodge or I guess Ram, they want to launch a like basically a rival to the Maverick. So you know, you can imagine with the Maverick, I think would, that's had solid sales. Obviously, it's leading the way because of, you know, some different things like fuel economy. That's a big thing. So, Hut 1, Hut 2, Hut 3, Hut, Old Dirty Ballard, Live and Uncut, this week is brought to you by Joey at Get Decked. If you've got a skate deck or you've got a photo or artwork that you want to put onto a skate deck, hit up Joey Get Decked underscore VA on Instagram or Joey Dilworth on Facebook. Message him. All of these shows, especially on the East Coast, all these top shows, they're starting to expand their merchandise, and it includes skate decks. We all love skate decks. We like to hang them. Maybe our kids like to skate them. Maybe you'd like to skate them. Whatever you want to do with it, get with Joey Dilworth at get decked. We appreciate him. All right, next we got the scene updates and definitely a lot going on. I've been a little bit off social media. I want to thank again, Brad and Ben Osborne. So Brad Cressman, so much, or thank you so much. And Ben, um, you know, these guys really represented the scene very well on Music City Trucks, which is part of that Power Nation TV and uh, Power Nation TV had posted on June 4th, Music City Trucks is hungry for a new project, and we may have found a new tasty endeavor. We're going to make our very own mini truck, and we needed a little inspiration to get those creative gears turning. So Ben Osborne of Buddy's Garage stopped by with Brad Cressman's Purple Rain to show us what kind of project we're in for. Stay tuned. So again, you guys represented 
awesome. Brad, the truck looks so great. I really appreciate you wearing the OLP hat and all of the support throughout the years, that big body custom interior, just awesome. And then, of course, Buddy's Garage with uh, the S10 and the billet wheels. I mean, just just fantastic. So uh, if you want to go out there, Power Nation, one word, kind of all together, and then TV, check it out. I saved it, and I'll share it into the Airhead Nation group. So pretty cool stuff there. There was a, a good amount of events, and one that, my apologies, I continue to sometimes miss these different shows, and I ask if you're a show promoter or you're a friend of somebody that goes to a show and you're like, yo, ODB, I don't hear you guys talking about such and such show, such as Slamology, please get with me and let me know. I know I'm not the most responsive on Messenger just because, you know, even lately there's just so much spam that comes in, and what I would ask is just, you know, send me an email, ourlifestylepodcast at gmail.com, or you can click email from the Instagram bio let me know. I want to add these events. Typically, once I add it to the calendar, then I can either make it an annual thing or it reminds me and I can go back in there the next year and I'm like, oh yeah, Slamology. So I know Logan Wade was out there at Slamology and Slamology on Instagram is S-L-A-M-O-L-O-G-Y, right? So just a, just a great uh, name for a show. It was uh, June 10th and 11th up at Lucas Oil Raceway Park, Indianapolis, Indiana. And that might be, I'm not 100%. Yeah, I think that's Indianapolis Raceway Park, which I believe that's where I went to Indy Truck Bash in 01 and 02. I always tag that location when I post ITB stuff. So pretty cool. I know there's there's a huge cult following of that event and to, you know, to the crew, uh, it's no slight. It's just, again, it, it, you know, it's easy to sit back. You know, some people can go, oh, you missed the show, whatever. But when you're trying to kind of do all of this stuff and produce the content and stuff, you know, it definitely takes a village. So send me stuff if you can through email is a little bit easier to manage versus like all the Instagram DMs and all that stuff. But Slamology was going on, kicking it old school, presented by Class Act was going on. Uh, we recently had flat out on the farm, part of that dropped out uh, family, and you know th- there was all of that, and it just it was pretty awesome. If you go to ourlifestylepodcast.com on the left side, you can click on that digital show calendar and you can subscribe to it, and all of the shows that we cover are right from there. So what I what I try to do anytime I'm covering the shows, I go. Uh, to that calendar, literally, and if you don't see it there, you know, let me know. For the most part, I'll add it. Um, there's only a few exceptions, probably, but for the most part, I, I would add that or add said show. In a week from now, we're going to be at Scraping the Coast. Hey, hey, so we're going to cut away for a minute. We're going to talk with Lauren Miller about Scraping the Coast, and I did confirm we're going to have another female on, Megan, and she's going to talk about a Cars and Coffee takeover that's going to happen next month in July. But I did want people to know because I think it's going to be a big event for mini trucks in the state of Florida, in South Florida. So stick with me. We're going to talk to Lauren. And then we'll figure out where to include the audio for Megan. And we're going to have Ruben Artiaga confirmed on a little bit later. We're going to talk about summertime and all kinds of cool pop culture stuff. 
So stick with us here on OLP. We appreciate the support. Hey, hey, as I mentioned, we're going to cut away and talk with Lauren Miller. But Lauren, first I got to say, hey, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? Good, good. It's been a minute since we had you on. I know life is going uh, like the speed of light. The little one's good, I hope. Uh, I'm sure like normal colds and things like that, but for the most part, things are going okay. Oh, yes. Very, very. Um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> I know. It's it's hard for people that aren't parents to understand when we say that, that you know it is the greatest joy. Uh, some days are harder than others, but certainly it's a great joy. This time of year, though, although it may be a great joy, you know, there's a little bit of obviously anxiety in the air, I'm sure, from a show promoter standpoint. But just in a week or so from day one listeners here on the 16th of June, uh, when this episode comes out, you're going to have the 23rd, 24th, 25th uh, scraping the coast. And I believe, if I'm correct, it's the 21st anniversary event. It is 21 years. Hard to believe that we've been doing it that long. Oh, yeah. And I know we said this prior, but we got to tip our cap and say congratulations on the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. That was something Thank I think that you. came down technically last year. Yes, it was. Uh, we we traveled all the way over there to FEMA and then went to the Hall of Fame. And that was definitely an awesome experience and definitely something that hit home for us with um, dad not being there. But it was definitely awesome to experience. And we we're very appreciative of um, getting recognized that show of the year. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really wanted to be there. I couldn't, but I did watch the live stream. And like I said, via text that evening, you know, you guys did awesome. And it was cool to hear. You guys kept it short, sweet, fun, and it was awesome. So uh, for those that don't remember, though, Scraping the Coast, if you think back 20, you know, technically, as we said, 21 years ago, a lot, a, a lot of stuff was going down in that region. You know, you talk about hurricanes, and things like that. And this this event really helped. If you go on the website, you know, with Coastal Mississippi and things like that, it really helped to kind of revive, in my mind, and the people living there, to bring people there and kind of bring some of the money back and say, hey, we're, we're an awesome Gulf Coast community. Spend some money here. And that was, God, like we said, 21 years ago. Yeah, after Katrina, it was it was um, pretty rough there for a while. And, um, you know, my dad and the partners, they kind of juggled whether or not to do the show because, you know, the city was still kind of in shambles, honestly. And, um, you know, they decided, well, you know, if we don't do it, we'll never know. So they decided to do it um, after Katrina. And it, I mean, it just, it blossomed. I mean, and it helped really, you know, the city kind of get back on its feet, definitely helped the, the businesses. Yes, we love hearing that, and there's always, seemingly, depending on where you live, there's natural disasters, but the uh, perseverance that we have, especially as Americans, and you know, today we're recording, it's Flag Day, so it means a lot to us, but again, when these different communities are ravaged by things like this, we got to tip our cap to these show promoters that say, hey, let's, let's push on, because if you really, and there's people in these different communities that break down, like, the impacts of an event, you know, if it's a Super Bowl or WWF, E and things like that. And then they're scraping the coast again, that brings so many people uh, to the Coliseum. But one question that we always get, Lauren, is you know, is the show is the show sold out, right? Is this an event that you can register day of, or kind of where are you guys right now with the registrations? Um, we have our inside is completely sold out. We are actually on a wait list. Um, the inside is just you know, highly wanted, and that's where all the really really bad vehicles are so the inside is sold out if you want to get on the wait list i do still have the wait list open 
the outside is still open. We still take, they have show registrations. Um, so yeah, definitely. If you, you want to get on that list, let me know, but, um, outside definitely still day of show you can register. And we, um, right now we are sitting at almost 952. I think it was when I last looked, um, just a little bit ago, it was 952 registrations on the outside. Awesome. Just insane. Scraping the coast is one of the, the coolest events. Years ago, I wrote up an online uh, show coverage and in, in for Slammed Mag, and I kind of said, like, it's a mini SEMA, right? Because you've got the indoors, you've got the outdoors, you've got lifted, lowered, and classics, of course, minis. But on the website, scrapingthecoast.com, when you go under contact, I always want to remind people that uh, Lauren's mobile is listed, uh, Miles's number is listed as well, but they can also, if they need to, they can send a message and it kind of goes into the email box that you guys have if they need to contact you, right? Correct, yes. My emails are, the email actually comes to a generic email for us, but I look at it every day. Um, like you said, Miles's number's on there, my number's on there. If we don't answer, my voicemail stays open, so yeah, definitely shoot us a call or shoot us an email, and we can definitely get back to you. Oh, yeah. Now, I know American Force has continued to be a leading force, pun intended, with this event. You know, they've got their setup. We know DJ Mays is going to be there. Um, the experience that American Force does, right, with with kind of a fan experience, if you want to call it, they sometimes have giveaways, they have things for sale. That's a cool thing, and you guys really partner well with them. We do. Um, we have been so thankful for American Force. We've had them several, several years. And like you said, it's definitely when you walk outside, I mean, you're in their booth and it's an, a true American Force experience. They have nothing but lifted vehicles, um, nothing but the latest and awesome builds. And they do do giveaways. They have models out there that'll take, you know, pictures with you and take pictures, um, of, you know, people with their vehicles. Um, and then they do also sell some um, of their merchandise as well at the event. They We've been so blessed with them, and they're so easy to work with. They're some awesome guys, too. So definitely, if y'all want to enjoy that American Force experience, definitely get out there and get in their booth. Oh, yeah. They have um, they have their own personal DJ, too. They have uh, DJ Gitlow in their booth. So That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say DJ Gitlow will be spinning there. And then, of course, you guys partner really well. We love DJ Mays. Shout out to DJ Mays. I always tell people, follow him on Twitch. He does these different sets. And uh, he's really expanded what he offers to the scene. But um, speaking of before you exit outside, depending on kind of how you come in, you guys have a really cool queue system to get people into the Coliseum. I always highlight that people need to come by the merchandise booth if they want a shirt or sticker. You guys have really expanded your merchandise lineup, but that stuff typically sells out on Friday. Oh, yeah. So definitely, definitely we're doing, we have four artworks this year as well as we added some jerseys because that's like the hype right now. Um, So we have four artworks, we have the jerseys, we have banners, we have stickers. We'll have keychains, and then we'll also have skate decks. Excellent. So we have all those. We normally sell out Friday evening, and you're lucky to get them by Saturday. Yeah, that's the job you want, right? Because like, you want to be the ticket the ticket guy at the Super Bowl, right? Because the stuff's going to sell out. Yeah, it's like right. it already sold out. But like the stuff sells out, and in a couple years ago, I made the mistake of going, ah, I'll get it on Saturday, and I'm like, yeah, all the large shirts are gone. So I would tell people the artwork is amazing. 
you you have a, a really awesome lineup of merchandise, and if you want that stuff, or if you've got a friend that's going to be there, tell that friend to go buy and get it on on Friday, and then pay him back or whatever you got to do, uh, which is which is great. Um, something that has always been top notch at scraping the coast is the awards, and I know I think Gooch has continued to rise to the occasion and put out some really stunning stuff for you guys. Yes, he has. Gooch has. Every time I think that Gooch can't get better, he comes out with another <laughs> award that just tops the last one. Um, and I mean, like like you said, we we've been so thankful for Gooch. He's just simply one of the best. And yeah, he does all of our artwork. Um, we actually have twenty four surfboards this year that he's knocking out left and right. And then we also do five Promoters Choice um, Tiki Awards that he does as well. So he's definitely he, he's got his work cut out for him, but he's definitely rising to the challenge. <laughs> yeah, he's great, and many of you know him. Great pinstriper, but behind the scenes, the amount of effort that these guys got to put in, especially Gooch, the awards were something that you guys always pride yourselves on, and people come from from far and wide uh, to compete, right, for these awesome coveted awards, which I think is fantastic. Now, in addition to that, I know this is something that you guys have tried to work in and then, you know, COVID came and there's been some some different challenges over the past few years. But I know in the past, Frank from Diesel Wheels, he's big on the hydro side. I don't know if it's going to be him. So I want you to kind of share with us, but you guys are going to have a hydraulic competition, I understand. We are. um, So our hydraulic competition is coming back. We're super excited about that. we actually partnered up with Down South Rollers, which is a lowrider club out of New Orleans. Um, they are actually hosting our um, hydraulic slash hop off. So we're super excited about that. It's going to be on Saturday at two o'clock. And I know when we made the post, I mean, people were just, you know, in all, it kind of takes you back to the old days um, for car show scenes. So we're super excited to partner with them um, and, you know, bring that as an extra entertainment for all of our guests. Yeah, Frank's been around a long time. I always call him the triple, maybe the quadruple OG because he's really been doing it. And it's going to be a lot of fun to see that. Uh, We're talking with Lauren. I say Lauren Miller, but it's Lauren Miller Bentz. I think I'm saying that right, right? It is. Bentz. You're saying it right. There we go. I finally got it down. Uh, About scraping the coast (laughs) again, 21st annual event going down in a week from now, uh, June 23rd, 24th, 25th. The key thing is go on Instagram and tap on that hashtag scraping the coast. We'll also be using STC2023, so both of them concurrently just to kind of uh, curate some of the posts and the different wild vehicles that are going to be there. Now, we have seen in the scene in general, you know, your pops, rest in peace, loved uh, Sean Rose and everything he was doing. You know, these guys got great things going. There's so much positivity in the scene, and that's not stopping with STC you guys are uh, putting something together. There's going to be more coming day of event, but you also have a rich history of helping raise awards or or, or, uh, raising funds for people that might be kind of in a challenging time in their life. Can you talk to us a little bit about what you guys have in store for the auction? We do. um, So every year we do an auction that supports somebody in the car show scene. Um, This year is definitely no different. Um, and it's definitely somebody that we pretty much all know um, and we all love. And he um, definitely fell in some hard times, him and his family. So we are definitely going to do that for him this year for at the Scraping for a Cause auction. 
It will take place on Sunday right before awards. You can't miss it. Everybody's ready to get you know, the show and get their trophy. So it, we do it right before awards for everybody. And we have some awesome pieces, like you said. Um, Sean Rose is donating some stuff. I got Chad Lokes donating um, a pretty awesome build as well. Um, most of our vendors are also donating pieces um, just to help out with the auction. So definitely something that we want to, you know, obviously raise as much money for this family as we can since it is, you know, one of our own, somebody in the scene that definitely needs help. So. Yeah, we, we love hearing it. We hate that someone needs the help, right? Because, you know, we want all of our friends and family to be good to go. But we all know that way the way life goes, there are those peaks and valleys. And oftentimes, you never know, it could be you that needs the help. So do what you can. Again, it's going to be an auction-style deal. So you'll be able to throw some bids out there and uh, possibly be able to get home or take something cool home. Uh, when we talk about Custom Car Show Productions, that's the overarching um, you know, title sponsor of the podcast. And something that I think is unique is you guys do have a couple of partners. And you mentioned uh, the folks can go to Scraping the Coast Show on Instagram or on Facebook, to, uh, search Scraping the Coast. Each one of the partners, my understanding, kind of picks a vehicle that he uh, wants to put on or she. And you have those four out there. And it's cool because it's a mix of whether it's a new Bronco, an old school C10 a newer style Chevy, lifted, lowered, you guys cover it all. We do, yeah. We we have um, four promoters' choice, and then we have a ladies' choice. Um, the four promoters' choice, obviously, is me and mom. We combine ours. Um, you have Miles, you have Ronnie, and then we have Eric. So, you know, all four of us, we go out, we kind of choose what we want, what we don't, you know, what we, we want to suggest to another award. Um, but we also kind of tag team so you know we might go out and me and eric might like the same vehicle so we kind of go out we tag team we say okay this one definitely needs one um but also it's not just about the vehicle it could be about the person um you know that's kind of how we we start as a, a family in the scene you know it could be somebody that is still building their vehicle but you know that they're an awesome person and they're just a good person to the the car show scene it could be anybody. It's, you know, our choice. So, yeah, definitely um, do that. And then we also do the ladies' choice. So that, that kind of goes into take two, the wives of the four partners. We kind of go out and we just kind of choose what we want. So, Oh, yeah, definitely uh, love hearing that. And, again, uh, shout out to the whole team, including Tammy, uh, but Miles, Roddy, and Eric, as well as Lauren. You know, these guys and ladies really work hand-in-hand hand to put on at least on our on our side, and there's a little stress on the back end, but a really flawless event, and we love seeing the success. Um, I would encourage people to go to Scrapin with an I-N, thecoast.com. Again, Facebook, Instagram, all of that goodness. If someone needs a hotel, there's plenty of stuff, Lauren, I think going all the way down the coast. Uh, we stayed one year in... Um, in these different rentals that were, you know, 15, 20 minutes away, there, there's kind of a price point for everyone. And there's a little bit of nightlife as well. So I think even if someone says, Hey, I'm having a blast at the show the you know, the night is so young, everyone's going to have some fun when they go out, you know, hit the hit and hit the, uh, the strip at night. Right. It's going to be good times. I also want to put onto that, you know, we, we have ton of nightlife, but we also have the pre-party on Friday night at orangutans in Gulfport. And that's, you know, we, we used to have an auction there, but we've now strictly made it to the, the main stage. Um, and then we also have the after party at the drag strip on Saturday night. So, yeah, there's definitely there's so much on the coast. 
Um, you know, our, our local businesses are appreciative. Um, and then we also have the pre-party and after-party. So lots of stuff to do, lots of fun to have. Definitely. Scrapingthecoast.com. You can see the front and back of the show flyer. The show flyer has all of the time. So for registration, show hours, pre-registration, uh, the numbers to Miles and Lauren, as well as the email that goes to scraping with an IN, the coast at AOL.com. Keeping it old school. I love it. Uh, Lauren, I think that's all we were going to uh, squeeze into this episode. I hope that people come out to STC and have a great time. You guys do a great job. And um, anything else for us? Um, I do want to add just a couple things. Um, just to kind of go back on the awards, we um, we kind of teamed up with Tim Donaldson at the um, Timmy and John's Machine Fab. He's going to build us a Best Debut Award. So it's going to be tagged under Greg Miller's Best Debut. So anything that's, you know, debuting our show, definitely, definitely let us know when we can um, put it in for that award. And we want to give a shout out to Creative Design or Aftermath Designs um, with Doug. He definitely helps us out too on our awards. And then um, as well as Welch's Chop Shop, he definitely helps us out. He's doing our um, 10 best mini trucks and our 12 staff picks as well as a best Jeep award. So we're excited to work with all of them. Yeah, always a great mix. And that's just so awesome. I know Tim Don- Donaldson's been in the scene a long time. And let's not forget, you know, we've we've shouted out some vendors in the past, but, you know, when I walk around there and I see vendors like KIK and Extensive out there, you know, you get, you know, maybe, I can't say for sure, right, I haven't seen the, the docket, but there's always a good mix of vehicles, vendors, food vendors, inside the AC, you name it, you really can't go wrong with going to Scraping the Coast, and it's a, it, it's a testament to why it's been around 21 years. Yes, and like you kind of hit on, I mean, we have all of our vendors and sponsors. It's it's from one end of the the scale to the other. We we literally have a variety of anything. We have side by sides, lowered, lifted, um, classic vehicles. We, you know, we don't judge on the vehicle. We just want everybody to have a good time and to you know support the car show scene and what it's all about. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we told Mike he can't win a trophy. So we said, Mike, leave the banana hamming truck at home, man. So he knows. Yeah, you know, we... I've, been to, I've been telling Mike that. <laughs> he, he's got to stop bringing the banana boat right. to shows and expecting stuff. Yeah, exactly. I love it, Lauren. Well, say <laughs> hello to Tammy. We can't wait to slap hands, fist bump with you guys. And um, it's going to be hot. It always is. We tell people to bring the sunblock. But remember, inside, you got the cold, ice-cold AC have fun, and if you need anything the next week, holler at us. We can't wait to be out there next Will weekend. Do. All right. See y'all then. And then two weeks from now is Classic Truck Throwdown. We've talked about how Lone Star Throwdown, that family, has expanded, right? So now they, they're taking that winning pedigree the 30th of June plus July 1st and 2nd is Classic Truck Throwdown. And, of course, that's in Conroe, Texas, the same bat time just not the same bat place well no let me re-say that the same bat place not the same bat time uh classic truck throwdown of course in conroe same place that they have lone star throwdown and probably a misconception is people hear the c word classic and they think old trucks you know chevy 3100s f100s things like that no classic i don't know who officially defined it but Especially in Florida, if you've got a classic vehicle, I think it's like 25 years and older, I think, maybe 30. But by all, for the most part, cars and truck shows, including classic truck throwdown, 
if the if the vehicle's 25 years and older, it's game. So they want stuff from 98 and prior, and of course that's going to continue to move up. Uh, you know, you'd imagine in five years, and you know we're going to be at 2020, you know, or 2003 and older, which is insane. But again, classic truck throwdown that's going down uh, there June 30th, July 1st, July 2nd. The week after that is Southern Tradition. Now, my buddy Kirk and I are discussing about going up to it. The challenge I have is I have the week before 4th of July off, so we're doing family stuff. Of course, the beginning of my vacation is going to be scraping the coast. Then we come home, we do the family stuff. We have that long weekend pre-4th of July, which is where a lot of you guys are going to be out in Conroe. And uh, I'll be going back to work on the 5th, so I don't know that I'll be able to peel out of town early on the 7th of July, but Southern Tradition is that 7th, 8th, and 9th, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So the weekend after the national holiday, which is July 4th, and this year that falls, of course, on Tuesday, July 4th. The week after that is Camp and Drag, so the 15th, 16th. I, got, I think I got to fix the dates on here. I think that's the 14th, 15th, and 16th. And I can double check just by going to camp, the letter N, drag, campndrag.com. Yeah, July 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's in Waveland, Indiana. Truly an amazing show. I've been to it before, so I can speak from history that it's awesome. Now, from there, at least what I've got right now, so that's, again, that's that's bringing us to July 15th, right, that weekend. From there, you're gonna we're going to fast forward to August 11th, 12th, and 13th. That is The Spark Show. We talked about it earlier, Sevierville, Tennessee. Awesome show. I really dig it. Mike and I are going to go back this year, so that's going to be fun. The Nor'easter is the 12th. So the Nor, N-O-R, apostrophe, Easter, Nor'easter, is the 12th, and we have posted information on that. That is up in New Hampshire, okay? So if you go on Facebook and type in N-O-R space Easter, I think you'll be able to find it. It's August 12th, and Jeff Gaudet is the POC, the point of contact for that one. I know it's kind of way up there for some people, but he's looking to... Do something to help contribute to the the kind of the the movement that that's up in the Northeast. You know, obviously they've always had cool stuff going on, but I kind of kind of think it depends on where you live. I mean, it's a big area, right? So kudos to him, tip of the cap. I know Phil Fowler and some of the crew they're aware of what's going down. I know for some guys it's a long haul, but if nothing else, even if you can't make it, even if you go, man, that's way too far based upon what you got going on, spread the word. Spread the word, do do the damn thing. That certainly helps. Now, so from there, the 25th and 26th is Revolution Kentucky. Uh, they're on Instagram as Revolution underscore 40965. But uh, again, Facebook is a great place to find information on shows. So Revolution Kentucky is the 25th, 26th. And then the 26th, that's that Saturday is also an event, and that's sitting, S-I-T-T-I-N, sitting pretty, and those guys are up in the PNW, which is the Pacific Northwest. Now, I say that because 
you know, some of you guys are like in Florida, you're like, okay, I can't make that show, but at least kind of giving you the region, the territory is key. Now, if you go on Facebook and you type in Sitting, S-I-T-T-I-N, Pretty, P-R-E-T-T-I, Summer Slam, you'll see more information on that event, and that is in Carnation, Washington, technically. So, looks like there's a little bit of buzz about it. The artwork looks great. They use graphic disorder, which is awesome, and there's a rich history of mini trucks up in that area, especially Mazdas. So, get out to that event if you can. Now, because we're on the tail end of June, I am going to cover a couple of events, and let's go through these. So you have September 3rd, Mother Truckin' Show, Bullet County Fairgrounds. Uh, there's more information at Mother Truckin'. Then you have the following weekend, uh, the following Saturday is Dropped, D-R-O-P-T, and Destroyed, 20th annual event. That's uh, at Kim Tam Park in Ohio, Uniontown, Ohio. And that's, of course, a Saturday-Sunday event, D-R-O-P-T, out, Dropped with a T out.com. The weekend after that is the 15th, 16th, and 17th, and that is uh, Sparks in the Park. Now, this one got me a little confused because, remember, David DeCorver had announced that they were going to kind of do away with this event, and that was kind of short-lived because they did want to continue it. They had sponsors that were um, willing to work with them, and what happened is Sparks in the Park... That event basically pushed out, and that event is now in September. So if you recall in the past, it was like an April time frame. Think, you know, Easter-ish, okay? But now, Sparks in the Park is the uh, 15th, 16th, and 17th of September, okay? So again, Sparks in the Park is in Florida, the Panhandle. The Sparks show is in August, and that is in Tennessee, right? So that's the delineation that I wanted to reinforce. Now, I did add Sparks in the Park to the calendar, and I know some people are probably scratching their head going, well, why didn't, you know, why hadn't you added it before? Well, I'll be totally honest. I think they closed their Instagram, and I had looked one day. I spent 20 minutes looking on Facebook. I was typing in Sparks in the Park, and I couldn't find any information on it. There wasn't a Facebook page and all that stuff. So, Whatever. Just know it is on and it is popping. Now, I think one thing that is the elephant in the room, and this isn't, I'm not for or against, or I'm just stating the facts. There's also going to be a show that same weekend, which is called The Freaking Weekend, okay, at Harris Gulf Coast. And there's more information out there on the web on this one as well. Uh, great people throw both of these events. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to hit either one of them just because of things I've got going on, and it just is what it is. But I just want you guys to know the freaking weekend is also going down, and that's at Harris Gulf Coast. Again, more information on both of these events, and I'll add that one as well to the calendar. But that's where I'm going to stop. The reason being is, again, it could get very, very confusing uh, going through all these shows. The show updates brought to you by Garage Gear Clothing. Visit garagegearclothing.com. They have options for free shipping. Whether you want a mini truck, a full size, a sport truck, a classic, 
They've got it all, garagegearclothing.com. You can also visit their booth at one of these events. Let them know that OLP sent you, and they'll uh, most definitely take care of you. Okay, the podcast updates. I did forget to share uh, this earlier, so I, I'm going to throw it in now. But the new street trucks, uh, Brandon Morell is doing a great job at the helm. And he posted, it was where I saw it, on his personal Instagram which is Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L, images. And he posted Lolita, a C10, is going to be on the cover of the new issue. They have event coverage at the bottom, Forbidden Fantasy. So that's plastered right across the bottom. A very clean cover. Shout out to the Holly Boys for the C10, Lolita. But at the top is where my interest was peaked. Extreme Lows, celebrating 30 years in the scene so these guys, it's great to, to hear the guys and ladies in XL, also known as Extreme Lows, getting the recognition they deserve. They're, they're one of the clubs that, as I said, you know, when we, you know, when we talked a lot about the club, you know, their name maybe isn't always mentioned in one of the, you know, the big name clubs. And it, and it certainly needs to be, right? These guys have been doing the damn thing. Great bunch of kinfolk. Love these guys and ladies to death. And it's good to see what they've got going on. So there's that. Now, the other thing I would say for the podcast updates is if you're listening on an iPhone, please take a moment to go in and leave a rating and or review. So you just go to your library or you search OLP. On the iPhone, you select OLP and you're going to scroll down and you can tap right there. We have 287 ratings. If you can, please leave a rating. You just tap the five stars, and it says, boom, accepted. It's that easy. Uh, if I click on see all, what um, what I'm looking at here is I think the new one that we have is, hey, I'm Chris from Pensacola. Love the podcast. In 06, I wrecked my body to S10. So I just got out of the scene in 2022. I'm 39, almost 40 years old. I finally bought another stock 95 S10. And I started building it. Your show keeps me updated and motivated. Keep it up, man. So, Chris, thank you so much for the rating. And uh, it's Chris uh, Goodwin, I believe, is is, um, the name. Do the same thing. We'll give you a shout-out, whether it's your business name or whatever. You know, just that, that nice, kind gesture will help our podcast. It actually helps more people find it, and we certainly appreciate that. The podcast update is brought to you by Graphics with an X, Mafia.com, Graphics with an X, G-R-A-P-H-I-X, Mafia.com. Hit them up if you need stickers or you need to replenish your stickers for your business or you need decals, sponsorship stuff, club logos, Buddy and Ryan, the two-man team, the father-son team, they'll take care of you, GraphicsMafia.com. They'll ship those or if you're going to a show that they're going to be at, they'll bring them. They'll take care of you. Okay, next we got the Airhead Nation updates, and Adam Tripp is with Heather Tripp, and he says, happy born day to my gorgeous wife. Everyone, please send her a message today. Of course, that was back on June 9th, so big ups. I know significant others, a lot of people love to get on Facebook, Instagram, and kind of share that special day, the born day, as I call it. Of course, he says birthday, but you know, ODB's language is born day, so uh, congrats, Heather. We love seeing you guys at shows. You guys are living your dream with Hammered Weekend Wear, doing the show, hanging out with Hank every weekend, getting crazy. Okay, Hammered Weekend Wear, we appreciate you guys. Keep doing what you do. That is the Airhead Nation update brought to you by CNS Metalworks. I've said 
this before, cs-metalworks.com if you need AccuAir, Universal Air, maybe some fabrication. Okay, they're out in California, but they'll take care of you on drop shipping orders. I know when I needed my Universal Air tank for my 6FO Lincoln, I contacted Chris and said, yo, Chris, you got the hookup like Master P did back in the day, not with cell phones, okay, but with air suspension parts. And he says, yo, ODB, I got you. But he goes, you got to send a DM to CS Metalworks on Instagram or call the number on their website. He's like, we got you, man. Chris Burns, 951-255-3038. It's going down for real. Good people. Now, I will tell you this. We're going to transition in. I'm going to call Ruben Artiaga. I know some of you are going, yo, what's the theme for this episode? Well, it's summertime 2023, right? That's going to be something that we do every year, that summertime tradition. I want to talk to Ruben a little bit about summertime and more stuff. I did have a, a dual interview lined up this week, and I think it's just not going to happen for this for this episode. So you got to have to hang tight for that, but we're also hoping to link out with Lauren, and we'll talk about Scraping the Coast and what they have going on. It's going to be awesome. So stick with us, and let's do the damn thing. Hey, hey, so as I mentioned, we got Megan on, and Megan, thank you so much for uh, coming on OLP just to talk about Cars and Coffee. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. And wow, so Cars and Coffee is obviously the the big term that everybody uses kind of everywhere, but Cars and Coffee Palm Beach, that's who you're representing today, right? I am, yes. And we're excited because... This event is huge, but I think something that I've heard the buzz, I've seen the little, uh, our friend Dizzy, I believe, created um, a little logo, but you guys have been hyping up that in July, about a month from now, there's going to be some mini trucks, hopefully, that are going to show up and represent at Cars and Coffee Palm Beach. Yeah, July 23rd at Cars and Coffee Palm Beach, we're doing a mini truck takeover for Christmas in July, so I'm super stoked. That's awesome, July 23rd, and I believe it's 7 a.m. to noon. Yes, it is. Now, something that may be unique to this location, I have started going to more stuff on Saturdays. Uh, as I've gotten older, I'm getting up earlier, which is kind of crazy. But in uh, for this event, Cars and Coffee Palm Beach, uh, talk to us about, like, is there a registration? How does all that stuff work? Yeah, so um, he does pre-sales, John Zalinga, who hosts the Cars and Coffee Palm Beach. Um, he does pre-sales about a month in advance on his website, which is carsandcoffeepb.com. It's 15 bucks if you pre-register. It's 20 bucks at the gate. So it's... um, Fair. You know. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, absolutely. And the key thing is, it's open to all makes and models, but obviously trying to drive a little bit higher attendance in addition to the $15, if you save 5 bucks and you pre-register, there's also going to be an opportunity to bring like a gift. Talk to us a little bit about who that benefits. So it's um, it's the biggest event of the year with Cars and Coffee. It benefits Children's Healing Institute. So it's kids coming from low-income families and foster care. It's the Christmas in July event. Um, you can bring a new unwrapped gift and they disperse it to the children in need. Yeah, fantastic, which everybody wants to always help other people that are especially less fortunate. 
if you guys go on Facebook or Instagram, uh, Instagram's Cars and Coffee spelled out Palm Beach all together. And of course, I believe Megan, you also have on Facebook. There's a there's an event out there. They can search the same terms and find it. There is, yeah, yeah. They can find the mini truck and takeover Cars and Coffee event um, right there in the events. Just search it up. Now, keep me honest, one of my good friends, Tom, he lives down in that area, and he lives, uh, he always talks to me about this, he lives like a stone's throw from where um, uh, Vanilla Ice lives, right? So he's kind of, like many folks in that region, they're kind of friends and stuff, but I think even Vanilla Ice in the past has made uh, appearances at this event. He has. He's made quite a few appearances. In fact, I've seen him there personally, uh, you know, at least 10 times with some of his vehicles. Yeah, which is cool. There's obviously, it's one of the the premier destination spots in the country to live. And the reason why I bring that up is I want people to know that like when you go to this event, you're going to see supercars, you're going to see a good mix of a lot of stuff, but it is pretty cool that they are saying, Hey, many truckers come out with your trucks. What I'd like to try to do is get as many people to come to this event as possible uh, and kind of show the community that, Hey, you know, us many truckers, we want to have a good time too. And again, it's July 23rd, 7 a.m. to noon. Now, do you anticipate people coming in from out of town and what options do they have as far as hotels? So, yeah, I, I'm really hoping that we can get people from out of town. Um, I've personally gone ahead and made some blocks at some um, hotels that are in the area. Um, just so, you know, nobody's staying in a crappy hotel. Yes. Um, if they come onto the event page, I've got all the links directed to those blocks with some discounted rates for them to to book if they want to stay in from out of town. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys click the link in the bio on Instagram uh, to make its point, Cars and Coffee PB, as she mentioned earlier, .com, there's a whole bunch of information there. And it's technically, I think, at the uh, Tanger Outlets in Palm Beach. Is it that area? Yeah, yeah, it's the Tanger Outlet right there off Palm Beach Lakes, east of 95. Excellent. I know I always say that wrong. My wife's from Pittsburgh area, and they have those. They're really big up in that region, and I always say that wrong. So uh, the, the the Tanger Outlets, I believe. Um, so uh, West Palm Beach, what, what do you get most excited about when you guys get ready to launch one of these events? I think it's about once a, once a month. Yeah, it's once a month. I mean, I get super excited because my kids enjoy going and they love walking around and looking at all the different cars and picking out their favorites. So it's it's super exciting when my kids are up really early on a Sunday morning and they're like, we want to ride in mom's mini truck and they fight over, you know, who gets to ride <laughs> in the truck with me to go to the show. That's so cool. And if you guys go back and look on May 18th on the Instagram, Cars and Coffee Palm Beach, you'll see that they had posted Jamil's uh, Nissan Hardbody, which was cool because, again, in the past, they've done some things where they've tried to kind of drum up a good mix of vehicles. Why do you think it's important for like just a, a, the automotive enthusiast to be able to go out to this event and see just such a vast array of vehicles? Why is that so important? I mean, it's just so everybody can see that it doesn't matter if you're in a hot rod, a, a rat rod, a muscle car, a mini truck, that we're all there for the same thing. We all enjoy the custom vehicles. Yep. The passion runs deep. And I think that's the cool thing. Uh, our friend Chuck Dog was like, hey, let's get Megan on to talk a little bit about it. And I know some of you are listening day one on Friday, June 16th. Just know about a month out and in Florida, 
Uh, just so you know, Megan, we've had a lot of events like for our scene, and and they've kind of died out a little bit because they kind of got to a point where there were too many. Now we don't have enough, so I would encourage people that with this Cars and Coffee Palm Beach, it's going to be a, a good experience to get out there and meet some other people, but show off your ride at a unique event, which I think uh, I'm getting excited about. I want to try to come down to it. You definitely need to come down. We're doing a pre-party on Saturday night, too. Yeah, talk to us about that, because I heard that it's going to be at Renegades. Yeah, so um, I've got some friends over at Renegades that have gotten us hooked up with a $5 cover. Um, We've got drinking bucket specials, great food. Everybody just get together with great atmosphere, loud music, dance, have a good time, hang out. Um, I think I'm personally going to roll in about 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's that sounds like perfect. You know, if you think about you know strolling into town, if you're out of town, uh, you can come in, you can get a hotel. As Megan mentioned, stay Friday night, party, have a good time. The event, uh, seven a.m. to you know, let's call it noonish on Saturday, and then hell, stay party in South Florida. Who doesn't want to do that Saturday and then peel out of town on Sunday? You'll be home and ready for work on Monday. Well, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, then you'll be ready to rock and roll on Monday. So yeah, that sounds fantastic. But uh, is there anything else, Megan, that we maybe didn't hit upon about uh, this this upcoming event and, and who it's going to benefit? No, I think we've uh, we've pretty much hit every nail on the head. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. And again, I love going to these events. I'm into the 60s Lincolns. I'm into mini trucks, but I love going uh, and seeing all the different uh, vehicles, but I also like shaking hands with other people and seeing the passion that everybody has for the automotive world. Megan, we can't thank you enough, and they need to check out the Instagram, uh, Cars and Coffee Palm Beach, and I guess that's uh, where you guys will continue to post any updates as well as the Facebook group. Yeah, we've got the Facebook event, and the updates for that show will be on the the Instagram. They can find my Instagram at one low ranger, and then uh, find me on Facebook if they want to. That's awesome. Uh, it's great to, to to know we've got a solid base of female mini truckers out there. We love hearing that. Oh, yeah. The females have taken over. Ah, yeah, we love it. We love it. Well, Megan, it was so great meeting you, and thanks to Chuck Dog for linking us up. Hopefully, we'll see you down there in about a month. It's going to be hot, but it's going to be in the morning, so uh, it'll be nice. Absolutely. Thanks, Megan. Yo, so I mentioned we're going to call Ruben Artiaga and Ruben... I know you've been busy, man, but we had to link back up with the big homie and see what's going down. Hey, Jay. I uh, hope you're doing well and, and hope everyone else out there is doing well. Um, I've, I've been busy, man. It's uh, nonstop here. Yeah, and I just was giving a shout-out to cs-metalworks.com or csmetalworks on Instagram. Chris was telling me it goes down in the DM or the phone call. You guys, Chris told me before he'll drop ship anywhere he needs to. Any anything you need, questions or whatever you want, you know, got questions on parts or, you know, on a setup or whatever, you know, feel free to give Chris a shout out or, you know, reach out to him on Instagram and uh, he'll get right back to you. Yeah, the only exception that Chris has told me is that anything you need, he said he's got to be very cautious around Hank because he said some of those phone calls get really, ske- you know, sketchy. You know what I mean? Oh, oh no doubt. <laughs> So before we just kind of see what's going down, I wanted to ask you this. The theme of this episode is summertime. And I asked Mike earlier, you know, kind of what's your favorite thing of summertime? I know it's hot, you know, and I know we're all getting older and we're like, ah, we need AC. But is there any one like fond memory that you have of just thinking about the season of summertime? Wow. Uh, Well, as a kid growing up, 
always did the beach. Even even like towards the later part of the school year, you know, when it started getting warm and stuff, we'd, you know, cut class early and, you know, go down to Huntington or Seal Beach and, you know, have a little, you know, beach time with, you know, my friends and whatnot. And man, again, you know, growing up here in Southern California, I get, I'm pretty sure it's a lot like Florida where, you know, summertime comes and it's, you know, hot as heck and, you know, there's just all sorts of crazy stuff to do, you know, out with your friends and, you know, out, out, you know, in the great wide open. But man, as, as now as an adult, I, I dig it just because, you know, it's summer and, you know, the warm weather and the days are longer. And, you know, I mean, I want to say, yeah, last night I didn't get dark until like almost 830. Same so, here. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it it's, you know, again, here in Southern California, we had the beaches, we had, you know, um, the mountains, we have, you know, downtown LA, Hollywood. So, you know, as a kid growing up, you know, um, being in mini trucks or whatnot, it was either, you know, cruise, cruise Balboa or, um, go out to Hollywood and, you know, mess around out there. But yeah, you know, it's summertime. I mean, a lot of great memories as a kid growing up here, you know, around summertime. Yeah. I think of what I was telling Mike earlier is like just the kind of the great American season, you know, with barbecues and some people traveling and, you know, fireworks around 4th of July. And I often, you know, transport back in my mind to like those days, like you said, of like the hot summers, you know, we get older and we're like, ah, oh, it's so hot. But you know, the beaches and the cruising and, and I see, you know, the, the car culture, as you know, is just so huge in California, but you know, I would see the stuff with Whittier and, you know, you're starting to see all these people cruising like every night, every weekend. It, to me, it just kind of sparks up. Like what I was telling people earlier is like, Hey, get out and do the things you want to do or, you know, do the things that you've always wanted to do. I know like you've went kind of exploring, doing some things, getting out of your comfort zone, maybe going out a little bit more here and there. And you've really enjoyed it. I have, I have, you know, it, it's kind of funny cause I'll, I'll tell people and I, I know I've told you, you know, my younger years and stuff, I, I felt like I, I led a sheltered life, you know, but now, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, dude, I, I love going out. I love going out, hanging out with people or we go to clubs or, or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm, dude, there's a lot of times, you know, don't tell Chris this, but there's a lot of times where uh, he knows I've stayed out late and I'll show up. You know, I'll show up here on time, but I mean, there's a lot of late nights where, you know, I, I've kind of been sleep deprived, and, you know, just out having a good time. Dude, the toothpicks in the eyes, Mike, Mike learned you well. Dude. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No yeah. Kidding. Now it, it's good. And, you know, I thought back to when I was talking to Mike and, and talking about like the blockbuster movies and, you know, you remember going to the movies as a kid and we were kind of kidding around. He kind of forgot about uh, Last Action Hero, which was 30 years ago this um, this June, you know, this this month. And, you know, although it was kind of a little bit of a dud in the in the movies, it brought me back to a time of like, you know, thinking of like when the Karate Kid came out and, you know, I always talk to you about some of the movie site locations, like, you know, when they went to like the little Grand Prix game place and things like that. And even though that wasn't really my childhood, I... I can transport my mind back to like, well, yeah, I did, I did get to go to Malibu here sometimes. And, you know, in it, if nothing else, it like transforms me into just a good time, you know, being younger. And it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I always try to tell my son, even now that the importance of just getting out and trying to do some things, you know, cause so many people like, you know, we're, we're, we're cramped in our house, you know, we're either working from home or we're like, ah, we'll just watch TV, but there's so much cool stuff to do out there. Right. And you know what? Um, 
as like I said, you know, as we've gotten, you know, we're we're at the age where you know we want to go do something. We don't. We're not asking our parents to, hey, can we go or can you take us? And you know, we just go. So you know, we we do kind of have that freedom, per se. And you know, and, and back to your point, you know, I remember summertime when like you know the movies would, you know, the big blockbuster movies would come out you know, asking my parents or begging my parents, hey, can you take us, can you take us? You know, nine times out of ten, they wouldn't. Or they would take us and drop us off, you know, and, oh, you know, be here at 10.30 or 11 or whenever the movie comes on, I'll be waiting for you. But, yeah, you know, again, the blockbuster movies, you know, when I, when we were kids, you know, coming up, you know, that was always, you always knew around 4th of July, something would be coming up, you know, that you would want to go sit at the, th- at the theater. Yeah, and speaking of that, I, uh, with Mike and I talking earlier, you know, when Steven Sorg had the Goonies and Back to the Future come out in 85, it was within a month of time period. And as you know, uh, with with Eric Stoltz in Back to the Future, they had to re-film those scenes with, you know, Michael J. Fox. And the reason why I say that is the filming went into early 85, and then that movie came out July 4th weekend, like literally, like, boom, blockbuster, you know? And... It's crazy because, you know, people don't know there's like that whole science behind like Memorial Day weekend, Fourth of July weekend, Christmas, you know, and back then with us having less things to do, it was like paramount that they released that stuff on schedule and on time. And I even know, um, you know, there's guys that are bigger Ghostbuster fans than I am. I love those movies. But the original one, I think when they came up with the idea and they greenlit it, they only had like 11 months to film, edit and release it, you know, and it was like, I think it was like June of the previous year. And what's his face said, Hey, if you can have it out by such and such in 12 months. And they're like, okay, let's do it. You know? So yeah, those are the movies to me that just bring back the, you know, the good old day memories. Right. You know, and, and again, you know, I, I start, you know, when we started talking about this, I, I just started, you know, the flash of memories as a kid that I had, you know, going to the beach with my parents and then later on with my friends and stuff. And it being summertime around 4th of July. And again, the fireworks and, you know, that whole thing. And, um, as you know, my birthday is June 30th. So it always falls, you know, right prior to the 4th of July, of course. But, you know, it was always, you know, my birthday, I, as I gotten older, you know, whether it's a Vegas trip or, you know, trip somewhere or whatever, but then, it would always tie into that 4th of July weekend or, you know, days off per se. But yeah, you know, and that's always, I've always had really, really good memories of that. Yeah. The summers are just to me, the season of, of, of Murica. And I, I wish I could find some of those old clips when I was a kid and we'd watch hot ES or hot summer nights on ESPN. It was like, street skating surfing and it was like all the cool stuff and i would see that and i was like oh california is the place to be you know and it there's just such a rich culture there of you know so many different things like we've talked about in the past of you know being able to surf one day and then guys going up and skiing the next day you know at different places so but a lot of good memories especially in movies and the something i wanted to bring up to you recently too is there were some reports that came out of california that the uh, Puente Hills Mall that they're going to do a little bit of redeveloping there in the parking lot. And Adam the Woo was there. We've never had Adam on the podcast, but as you know, you and I watch uh, Kurt Crucial, who Kurt's been on. He's got the channel 80s Life. 
And I'm lucky I got to go out there last year with my friend Sean from All About Los Angeles in September. But they're going to redo some of that one side of the mall where they filmed the Back to the Future, um, the mall scenes, you know, at the beginning. And uh, that was kind of big news in the movie world because so many people just, we really just get into these whole movie site location stuff. Right. And, you know, uh, that mall, Plenty Hills Mall, Jacob's mom actually worked there for a while in the early 2000s. And, you know, believe it or not, you've been there. That mall really, I mean, the outside where the mall, where, where it was filmed, where the movie was filmed, it really hasn't changed much because you can, you know, as you're driving by, you can look over it and, and it's, it still looks exactly the same. Some of the stories aren't there, but, um, you know, because most movie locations that I've been to where I know for a fact that, yeah, that's where it was shot, and they've changed so much during the years, and that one still stays the same. It does, and this dovetails into the same conversation is uh, about a half a year ago, a year ago, Adam the Woo had went to the Warner Brothers Ranch, Warner Brothers Ranch, which was used to be called the Columbia Ranch, and he had shared that you know with the whole Warner Brother Discovery merger thing, they were going to mow down all of that that real estate, and they're going to build a new soundstage as well. He got to go there again just the other day, and it was funny because I was uh, I didn't know that he was going back, but I was watching the original video, and and other things were popping to my head, and I figured out just by watching it, uh, Goonies Day was six seven. So I was watching the Cindy Lauper music video with the Rasslers. Goonies are good enough. And it dawned on me that, of course, that being a Warner Brothers film, they had shot that music video right there on the off off limit to the public, you know, Warner Brother Ranch. And it's crazy that a lot of that stuff's being re- redeveloped, but you could only imagine what that property's worth. Right. And I, you know what? I actually just watched that, that video on YouTube, you know, of him touring the, uh, the back lot right there. And, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of, I don't know, man, especially in this day and age where there's a lot of stuff trying to be preserved and, you know, uh, restored and made into like a, um, a, uh, historical landmark as much stuff that was shot there. It's amazing that they chose to tear it down and build sound stages. I totally agree. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to be witched house. I mean, just even stuff that I didn't, that, I, that you and I know of that, I didn't maybe grow up watching. I, I actually watched Bewitch as a kid, but I think Gidget and you know just so many other, you know, just stuff that as soon as someone tells you, you're like, oh yeah, that was that house, or you know, the the Lethal Weapon house, and right, right. the one of the houses that's there is the National Lampoons from uh, Christmas Vacation. A lot of people don't right. realize that it was filmed there, and that was like all fake snow, you know, because it's just it's 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 set dressed so well that you know on film like you can't tell. But th- that brings something up, though. Talking about that video, the reason, one of the reasons, well, here's an ironic thing. So on six seven, I'm watching the Goonies are good enough video, just reminiscing about the good old days, and news had broke that the Iron Sheik, and I think 81 years old, had passed away. I forgot to talk about this with Mike, but that reminded me also on six seven when he passed away. Unfortunately, that was the day the Goonies came out, and he was in the Cindy Lauper video. Right. Right. Yeah. Some, some of the wrestlers and um, which is cool. Now the the Rock had a really cool tribute on Instagram, where he he you know he always does these great tributes, especially to these wrestlers that he grew up, the wrestlers if you will that he grew up watching. And one of the things that he had shared was although a lot of people credit the Rock with the word jabroni, he was very clear 
It wasn't Hank that created it. In his mind, I mean, I don't know all the technicalities of it, but he said the Iron Sheik was one that really used that word, and that and that that's when he started using it. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Mike's a jabroni, and he doesn't even know it, man. <laughs> oh, there are so many jabronis among us. Yeah, the jabronis. <laughs> Before I just check in on some other things with you, I, we were talking about real estate, and this was insane. I just need to borrow a couple dollars, but Jay-Z and Beyonce, you talk about California real estate. Did you see the crap about they bought a $200 million, I think they were even asking more, $200 million for a property. It's the most expensive home ever sold in the entire state of California, dude. I saw that. I saw that. And you know what it made me, made me, reminded me of uh, the edges or U2's guitar player, the edge bought property up there in Malibu somewhere. He bought something like I wanted, I hope I get the story straight, but I, I remember hearing a few years back, he bought like two or three properties right next to each other and was going to build this, big giant mansion and uh the city was against it really you know but yeah it, i mean of course property up there is very expensive probably some of the most expensive in this area but yeah man that's just crazy you know that much money stuff's going for yeah here's the story 2019 june god two three years ago four years ago wow time flies u2's edge malibu dream home plan shattered 14-year court battle, and it says that he had bought 151 acres? I think Something like that, yeah. Nuts, dude, yeah. yeah. it's Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, Evans brought, uh, bought the 151-acre plot of untouched land at Sweetwater Mesa in 2005 for 9 mil. Yeah, and it's I don't really know the exact area where that's at, but, I mean, it's all populated. I mean, there's stuff on top of one another out there. So, you know, maybe it was some sort of, we're not going to mess with the environment or people. I'm sure the neighbors around there didn't want any part of it. But, you know, it, it's just it's just crazy, you know? Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And when you think about, it's hard to even fathom that people can amass that much money. Like even, even Jay-Z, like everybody... Some people think, you know, he's the GOAT, you know, this and that. I'm not one of those. I mean, I'm not a hater of Jay-Z, but I'm not certainly, I'm certainly not his biggest fan. But it is crazy if you think about, like, you know, he just releases an album in, in, you know, 96 or whatever. And, you know, puts out music. I mean, he's had some anthems and things like that. You know, his wife is obviously a superstar. But it's just sometimes hard for me to wrap my mind around people that, can amass that much, even if they're not like the greatest of all time. It's just insane. So right, right. It is what it is. But listen, enough with kind of the pop culture, pop culture uh, talk. I appreciate. Um, I could do this stuff all day, but you know, just how have things been? I know, like you've been um, obviously busy and stuff, but you've been plugging away at CNS Metalworks. Things are good. Things are things have been really, really busy for me here at the shop and my personal life, but. Everything's been good. Everything's been good. I'm I'm actually trying to uh, plan a little getaway here for my um, for my birthday coming up, but I don't know. I haven't made anything, you know, in concrete yet. But uh, I'm planning on I'm planning on going to um, take a trip, maybe to Vegas or somewhere somewhere nice, somewhere for the for the summer, just where I could fucking you know kick back and not worry about anything, not worry about getting up early. 
but uh, things are good. Thank you for asking. Yeah, that's good to hear. Everyone out there, when you finish listening to this, tell Siri or your Google Assistant or you know whatever assistant you're using, be like, remind me every year on June 30th that it's Ruben Arteaga's birthday. <laughs> you know what I mean? And to text him his born day. But no, that's great, dude. And you know, happy early born day. I know um, they're all important as we start to get older and things like that. The the rest of the year is going to be jam-packed. I mean, I can't believe I was talking to my coworker today that we're from day one listeners, we're two weeks out from being halfway done with the year, right? Because uh, July 1st is boom. That's that slice deal right there for the second half of the year. And what's crazy to me is to think about SEMA coming up. You and I have talked about this in the past a little bit. And it's kind of like iPhone when they kind of get to the end of like, uh, they feel like, man, you know what? We're going to throw some new colors out there. And people are like, oh, man, I got to get the pink. I got to get the gold. I got to get, you know, they kind of get a little bit of hype. What SEMA has announced is that there's the last couple of years with COVID and just everything, you and I've had some great convos offline about, you know, can SEMA continue to bring people in at these like high numbers? And they've kind of seen what we understand as a little bit of decline, right? There's no uh, secret that some of these companies have, have said, hey, we're not going to come back. We want to use our money differently, whatever. But SEMA has kind of announced that you'll be able to get in if you're just kind of a, a non-industry person. And do you think that's do you think that's kind of their future? You know, I I it well they've kind of been going to that trend here for for a few years now, especially with the whole SEMA ignited thing to kind of invite the public and whatnot. And you know, and uh, I know Fridays was a like open to the public kind kind of deal. I I don't really understand how anyone would just walk in and get badges. I know there's a process to it, and I, I've never be honest with you, I've never paid attention to it. But last year was the first year that I ever did SEMA Ignited, and there were a lot of people. I mean, granted, if you had a if you if if you had a badge, you got to go into the uh, in, into the bleachers and kind of sit and watch everything. But like the rest of it, the rest of the stuff that was open, I mean, it was crowded down there. I mean, it was packed, and I, I think SEMA uh, probably does see there's an interest there, so they're going to kind of make it to where, um, you know, to use it towards their advantage to, you know, kind of grow SEMA, you know, but as far as uh, it being like an industry only show, I'll, I'll say it, you know, maybe, I don't know, five, 10 years from now, maybe it will go to that way to where, or I, I you know what, I'll, I'll say it, I can see it going to that way where, you know, you want to buy a pass for the week, you know, yeah. Yeah, here, here's your pass. You know, you know, just write us a check or you know whatever. But um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of see it as, as them seeing it to you know kind of further themselves. Yeah, it looks like if you Google, it'll take you to SEMA Fest, and I think to your point, they're kind of probably trying to rebrand SEMA Ignite a little bit because it gained steam. And I know Chip Foose seemed like at the beginning he was involved, and like I've always said it, it seemed like a great way it flushes out that entire convention center, which I think is awesome. And the it looks like SEMAFest.com says November 3rd and 4th, 2023, Las Vegas Festival Ground. So, you know, obviously still not like, hey, Joe Schmo can walk into the, the main deal, 
but we've always said it like you know a regular guy or lady can go and 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 walk around the convention center there's plenty of stuff going on just on the outside with no credentials needed and then if you couple in this i definitely see you know it to be a way to bring even more people out and help their overall weekly attendance you know what i mean right i mean everything that's outside is a show in itself you know even you know granted everything everything inside is, is to me is another another event because they they have i mean well in years prior they have all the drifting stuff all the ride-along stuff toyota picked up where ford left off with all their ride-along stuff and then you know the hoonigan guys are doing all the drifting stuff but there's plenty of stuff outside to see honestly you don't really even need to go inside if you just want to go walk around and look at some cool stuff i mean you know outside's free yeah, definitely. And what we've seen with the crews out and just the people that line up for that, I mean, it's it's a spectacle in itself. And to your point, with that new hall that they had built, there was a ton of stuff. Now, granted, I wasn't there last year. We did try to link up with the mini truck era folks, but they had that crazy thing going on there with all of the dancing beds and whatnot. And speaking of that, Ruben... I, I'm sworn to secrecy right now, but there is some intel that I'm getting from my sources that are saying that minis are still on the rise, as we always say, and that minis will be representing, wink, wink, at SEMA this year. So that's a great thing, man. Yeah, I, I kind of heard that too, and and I'm 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 curious to see. I know you know well, I know that rumor is somewhat true, and uh, but I'm curious to see what else you know is going to be at SEMA because I mean last. Last year, um, uh, they had all the bent dancing bed stuff, and you know they had even you know some of the sideshow stuff out there. Which, honestly, in a million years, I would have never thought I would have saw those guys out there doing that stuff. But you know, it is part of the aftermarket. So, but uh, minis are definitely on the rise, and uh, it was just honestly, man, it was just crazy to see them out there. You know, Israel Garcia was out there with, you know, with his Toyota and um, a lot of the, uh, the the other guys that were out there with their trucks. I mean, all the all my years going to see I never saw anything like that. And it was awesome. It was awesome to see. It definitely everything that I heard was was super cool. Right. And what we've seen that ties in to this, Ruben is, you know, we hear about culture all the time, right? Or in our case, we say, you know, our lifestyle, right? But you know the importance if you think about, like, the Netflix show that, you know, highlighted the, the, the Chicanos and the the lowriders, right? And that whole culture, right? Estival and, and, and those guys, right? And then you think about, like, the Super Bowl with the halftime show, right? Having the lowriders, right? And then you think about music and all of this stuff. It all kind of falls under that word like culture or lifestyle. And we've even seen with, um, like if you think about Estevan um, Oriol, I think is how you, how you say his name. I always say it wrong. You know, he had taken that photo of the L.A. finger thing, right? Is what people call it, right? Where there's the, right. L, there's the right. L and the A. Like if you think about Mr. Cartoon, right? And you think about... Some of the things that we've seen since the Super Bowl, like with L.A., right, with the rich culture there, I've seen like, you know, his partnership with the Dodgers and all these brands. You know, to me, it all kind of falls under that C word culture or L word lifestyle. 
And that's the cool thing about, to me, the car culture. There's so many different genres of it, but at the end of the day, we're all in it because we love stuff that goes like vroom or boom. You know what I mean? Right. No kidding. No kidding. And, you know, it's, you know, like what the guys from Mini Truck Era are doing, I mean, uh, they're out there pretty much every weekend. You know, I see stuff on Instagram and, you know, they're out going somewhere doing something and, you know, and it's like, God, I wish I would have known about that. I would have gone out there or, or, you know, stuff like that. And again, you know, there's so much to the car culture in general, not just here, you know, all over the place. A few weeks ago, I went with Jacob down to Marietta to a, uh, a supercar event at Sheepy Racing. And they had the sideshow guys out there, you know, doing all the uh, all the takeover stuff in the middle of the streets and whatnot. And it's just, there's so many facets of it. You know, whatever whatever you're into, if you know, if that doesn't float your boat or, you know, tickle your fancy, you got this over here or that over there, you know, and like I said, it's just, or like, rather, like you said, it's just all over the place, you know, and and it's not just here. It's not just here. And, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's all over the place. So again, you know, here, any, you want to go cruise a boulevard or you want to cruise a Legion park, or you want to go out to the beach and cruise out there or a hot rod show. I mean, right now is the time right now is the, you know, the nice weather where everybody starts getting their cars and their trucks out and, you know, driving them more and going places and, you know, cruise night, burger places or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a pretty good time to be alive right now. If, you know, if you're in the cars. Yeah. That's what Papa Smurf always said. He goes right now is the greatest time to be alive in the history of the world, you know? And if you really think about it, if you're able to be, you know, above ground breathing, it's like you can get out and do anything you want. And you brought up something earlier, um, mini truck era, I got to link up with them, but it's mind blowing to watch their social media because, you know, everything you read will tell you, you know, don't post more than a couple times a day and this and that. And these guys are, dude, pedal stomp, tilt beds, this, millions of views on all of their stuff. And, you know, sometimes there's some negative comments. Why would people do this? It's dumb. You know, you're always going to have that. Lincolns, mini trucks, it don't matter, right? But those guys are out that are literally living at 24 seven, like some of the low rider guys, you know, like long beach Lloyd, you know, this dude's riding like seemingly every other night, you know, if not every night. And it, it, it truly is insane. And I, I, I always try to remind people like, don't, you know, like if a lot of us are looking at our, through our phones and, you know, you guys are looking at our content or you're looking at like long beach Lloyd or whoever, and you're just like, you know, wow, like how can anyone do this? I try not to degrade people. You know, I look at it and say, Hey, if, if a guy can go out and cruise five, six, seven nights a week, hell go do it. You know, to me, it all falls under that culture stuff. And I know like where I'm at in life, like I don't have the time maybe to go do it, but it's not to say that one day, you know, I might be riding the Lincoln every single night or a mini truck. You know what I mean? Right. No doubt. And, and, you know, um, it, 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 you know, I'll tell you a little story last weekend. Yeah. Last weekend I was on marketplace and I came across some guys selling some truck parts out in, I guess it would be East LA. And, um, so I went out there, I, I, I went out there and, you know, I, I picked up some stuff for, uh, for 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 my daily and uh on the way back i was he and he was his business was right off of uh, whittier boulevard in east la 
And, you know, I, I didn't have nothing to do at the moment. So I'm like, you know what? I'll drive. I'll drive Whittier Boulevard all the way back to 605. I'll, I'll go yeah. home that way. And, um, and it was Sunday morning, probably 11, 12 o'clock, you know, kind of late morning, early afternoon. And I mean, there are people cruising. There were, there were a couple of, you know, there are a couple of lowriders parked in front of this, um, little park, you know, there on Whittier. I don't, I don't exactly know where, but it was on Whittier Boulevard. And I mean, there were people out there, you know, driving their cars, you know, middle of the day on a Sunday and, you know, again, you know, the weather's nice, you know, you got people have time to do it and they're out enjoying it. Yeah, definitely. And that's the cool thing. And you, when I look at, I think a lot of mini truckers, not all, but a lot of mini truckers, especially like as things got crazy, you know, we started parking our trucks, bigger wheels, you know, trailers, taking them to shows. Now, granted, that does not say all mini truckers because some guys are ride or die. Um, Cliff, uh, up in Pacific Northwest, tip of the cap, he just had mentioned that I think he drove his truck like over five or 600 miles to the class act deal right there and back that beautiful, awesome. yellow, yeah, that beautiful yellow Toyota. So there are guys and there's ladies that definitely do it. We know that. Right. But when you think about, you know, these guys that are, that are cruising their stuff like all the time, you know, it really reinforces, and you and I have talked about this before, like back in, you know, 1963 when people bought a Lincoln or an Impala and they were going on a family trip, that's what they drove. But I think oftentimes, right. even in my head, I, I get, typecast is not the right word, but I get like this, this mindset of like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to drive this thing for like eight hours or whatever, you know, or, or whatever, just because you're just like, ah, oh, the comfort of a new vehicle, right, mentally. But when you think about what some of those guys are doing, you know, cruising all the time and that whole rich history and stuff, like they're literally living and breathing it every single day. It's all they know. Right, right. And, you know, you know, more power to those guys that, you know, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, dude, I, I, I've gotten lazy and like, oh, I don't want to take that, you know, handful to drive or, you know, I, I have to think what I'm doing. And, and, you know, you do when, you know, my OBS is running, it was okay, I got to remember, I can't drive it that low and turn, you know, or I got to make sure I park somewhere close. If I park it and I get out of it, I want to be able to see it. Right. You know, there's always that mindset that you're in. You know, it's always, it's, 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 it's an ordeal. Yes, for sure. You know, I'll just, I'll just take the daily where I can just jump in it and go and not worry about it. But, yeah. um, you know, but I mean, I, and, and we both know people that drive their stuff every single day, whether it's to work or, go hang out or go to home depot to pick some i mean they're they're in there they're in their rides and you know that's that's awesome that's awesome you know and, and like i said i get a little i get lazy about it you know and, oh i don't want to do this or i don't let's just take that you know and uh it's um it's that mindset where you know a lot of these guys are like you know screw it i'm gonna take i'm gonna take my lowrider i'm gonna take my mini truck you know and that's awesome that's yep. awesome yeah, and I think, you know, again, going back to it, it's like with mini trucks, like we talked about, you know, there were times when, you know, we're just like, you know what, we'll throw the family in the full size and we'll just tow it. And there's nothing wrong with all that stuff. I mean, I'm the poster child for, you know, I'll just throw it on a trailer. Or, you know what, I don't want to take my car because, you know, what if it rains or whatever. But, you know, when you really break it down, I mean, there's some people out there, it's just crazy, ride or die, what they do. And uh, Vic and I were talking recently and... um I'm drawing a blank. There was the one gal that she, 
she's with the guy, the heavier set guy, and they have that badass low rider, and she's been like in the Dickies ads. She was in a Jordan brand write-up, and I met her. I always forget her name. I met her at SEMA Ignited a couple years ago, and I, I'm looking at her photo right now. I can't remember her name, but they have this amazing low rider. Amazing, amazing low rider. And uh, I think Vic or someone had told me recently, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm drawing blank on the details, but, you know, there's some people that are like, all they know is like they just want to cruise and they want to cruise every night. And, and again, you know, we're all a little bit different in, in where we are in our lives. But to me, you know, I look at it and say, man, two thumbs up because everybody contributes to the culture a little bit different. Some guys are photographers. Some are the people that are creating YouTube content. You know, it's no different than, remember back in the day at a club, you have a show promoter, you have the DJ, you have the guy that's going around town sticking up all the things, you know. Everybody kind of plays their part to make maybe the club popping off that night or a car show, right, for instance, photographers, promoters, all that. And it's the same thing in the car world. You know, there's so many different genres now. If you would have told me like 20, 25 years ago, like drifting would be a thing and like, all of the stuff that we see on YouTube and all that, like I'd be like, why would anybody do that? Like, what's the big deal, right? But I don't degrade that stuff because I just go, you know, it's one facet of this big automotive world that we all love. Right, right. And you know what? Yeah, you know, some of that stuff is just nonsense. And, you know, I'll stop and watch it. You know, I tell my kid, you know, make sure you don't go do any of that or hang out or, you know, just stay away from it. But you know, it again. It's um, it's no different the stuff that's going on today than the stuff that we were doing thirty years ago at the mini trucks. You know, it, it's just a whole different, as you said, facet of a whole different of the automotive culture. That yeah, it might not be your thing, but you know, and it it might be you know uh, illegal, <laughs> but uh, well, it is illegal, but um, you know, and it, it's. I see it as no different than what I was doing, you know, in my early to mid twenties, you know, it was just a different, it was just a different scene. It was literally, it was a different animal. And I'm honestly, you know, yeah, I don't agree up, you know, what they do and what they're, you know, going out to accomplish. Uh, But you know what? It's this younger generation that's, you know, excited about cars or trucks. You know, and that's what that's what I like. You know, yep. because there's a lot, as you know, there's a lot of kids out there that could care less about having a driver's license as long as you know I get money on my phone so I could pay my Uber, or my Lyft, and you know my cell phone works. I could go to the mall and hang out, and you know, and you know, those kids don't care about a license. Those kids don't care about a a car or you know, let alone customizing it. You know, at least. This whole bunch, you know, they do care about their vehicles and they do care about, you know, tricking them out and, you know, modifying them and whatnot. And that's what I like. You know, I, I might not agree with what they're doing, but I like the enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. I agree. And I got one more comment on that because I know you may have to run, but it's Kay. Her name is Kay, K A Y from Door okay. MK Garage. She's K A O R U 59. And I. I I swear, like I met her, I jumped out of Brandon Burrell's Cranberry to meet her and take a selfie. But I want to say, and I, I don't want to spread the wrong information, I'm looking at her Instagram now. I want to say someone told me that they had wrecked their car, but I don't want to be the guy to share wrong information. I don't see anything 
on that. So it could be totally misinformation. So I'm just going to retract that. Uh, and who knows um, if that was maybe a different car, but they have a beautiful, a beautiful low rider. Uh, they certainly I, I do. I know the car. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know them, and she, she's always got a smile on her face. It was cool to meet her. So I retract what I said earlier because I don't want to be I don't want to be the wrong you know the, the wrong info. But really quick, we could do a whole episode on this, and I know as soon as I say this, people are going to go. You're touching on a sore subject, but you mentioned earlier <laughs> like we don't we don't all like see eye to eye on certain things. But here's one thing, right? I was going to make a post the other day about sideshows, right? You said the S word. Now, I've long loved hip-hop. We all know Oakland is basically kind of where all of that stuff, MacArthur Boulevard and, you know, the S-word, sideshows, all that stuff started there. We all know they're kind of breaking the law, and you post, you repost some of the, the, the funny stuff, the crazy stuff that were just like really... But like Too Short has said over the years, like as people, as each generation gets a little older, like the, the other generation tries to outdo and they do crazier stuff. I mean, we see, see stuff on, you know, social media, kids drinking bleach, eating Tide Pods, all that stuff. Don't do that, people. But like with sideshows even, like we would all agree that, I mean, it's kind of dumb. I mean, it's dumb, right? I mean, you go out, you're destroying, people are getting hurt and stuff. But at the end of the day, there is almost a way that you could spin it and go, well, if the guys are here, they're not out doing other stuff that could be worse. And I saw the only reason I'm bringing up the whole S word is because there was some stuff that came down. I saw on the drive.com about the California sideshows. They're going to start, you know, threatening to impound cars and things like that. And I just wonder in this weird, bizarro world we live in, does that even, the sideshows, does that even fall into the whole automotive world or is that, am I really reaching? You know what, Jay? I'll, I'll stop you right there, and, and just to prove the point, dude, they were at SEMA. I know there, you, you said it, and that's wheel, why I brought it up. Yep. Hey, there was a major wheel and tire manufacturer that set out a whole area that had a, uh, a burnout pit. So, you know, <laughs> you know what? They wouldn't go after it if there wasn't a market. Exactly. And and that's something I think is crazy as some of you guys are scratching your head going, where are you going with this? I think that's just the one open mind thing that you have to keep in mind with stuff that the craziest things that you can think up that you're like, dude, this would never take off. If there's money or there's something behind it or there's attendance or people that want to watch it. I mean, imagine how many views some of these guys, let's say you're not even, let's say you're just attending one to record it. And the police come and you scram out of there and you've got the video now and then you post it on YouTube and you get millions of views. People are watching it. People are consuming it. Now, some of us kind of look at it and go, really? I mean, this is nuts. But I do watch it. Uh, my buddy Paul one time surprised the hell out of me. He goes, man, I went on Google Maps to some of the main intersections. <laughs> and you can see literally. So it is crazy. And again, who, who would have ever thought? I know some people are going, well, yeah, that's." Th-. but think about this. You know, low riders bouncing down the road. You know, it used to be like at just at shows. You know, at shows they had sanctioned areas that were safe, and the show participants, showgoers, are you know separated, and people bounce their cars down the road. We all love it. I mean, is it kind of a little crazy? Absolutely. So, like you said, crazier things have happened, dude. You know, and, and again, I I with any of it. I mean, what what's this? You know, what's the difference between that? you know, guys street racing on a deserted road or a mini truck going down the freeway, 80 miles an hour, just skating, you know, ripping off reflectors. I mean, it's all, 
I don't know. I, I, I see it as all the same is all the same, you know, uh, you know, and, and when you, you mix youth and the automobile, whether it's a truck an import, whatever, you know, or we proved this, we're going to take this vehicle and do something that's not legal. If I can say that, you know, we're going to do something, you know, something fun and stupid that someone's going to say, why the hell would you do that? You know, I remember, I remember the first time I brought my Toyota home when it was on air shocks and, um, my dad was like, why the hell would you do that? Yep. You know, why? Or 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 having to fucking change out a, a an oil pan or a cross member because it was just demolished from dragging. And he's like, you know, you're just tearing stuff up. You're just spending money. Yeah, I know. I know. But again, you know, like I said, you know, you had youth and the automobile and stupidity and you know, or whatever. And, you know, you, you have it. It's just in a different bag. Yeah, and that's the hard thing for people to grasp is that they go, well, you know, it was different because, you know, it was mini trucks. But, you know, driving down a mini truck, bouncing down the road, back in the day, people were looking at it going, dude, why are these kids lowering the truck? Does it really make right. it more, you know, functional? You know, we all kind of know the answer. Like, it doesn't, you know, you can still do what you want to do with it. It's more for looks, right? It's more of that culture. But... Yeah, it's hard to sometimes yeah. bite our lips and go, you know what, we're not going to say anything, but sometimes you just have to because the, the way this whole automotive world is crazy. But, dude, man, it's it's always a pleasure. Uh, people should look up CS Metalworks, right? Again, like you said, Chris will drop ship anywhere. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll drop ship anywhere. You know, we'll help you out with a project or, you know, answer questions or whatever. You know, feel free to, to send an IM. It goes down in the DMs, instant messages, you name it. Uh, Ruben Artiaga, thank you so much, man. Anything else, brother? Um, do you, we're celebrating summertime. Like Will Smith said, put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, the days are getting longer and warmer. And definitely, you know, after the winter that we had here with all the rain and all the cold, I mean, this is welcome. I mean, you know, um, and – we're still here in that little transition state that I've talked about before where uh, uh, yesterday it rained here. Today it's the sun's out and, you know, it's in the high 80s, you know, and, uh, you know, give it a few more weeks and we're going to be full blown in a you know, hot California weather. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the summer. Hells yeah. In closing, I'll say this. I don't want people to think I forget. This weekend is Father's Day. So everyone have a safe, including you, uh, Ruben, have a good Father's Day weekend. And then I know um, with our schedule, based upon where we're at, um, we've got a couple weeks till 4th of July. So I think the next episode technically should come out June 30th. Uh, I'll be on vacation that week. But um, regardless, if we don't talk before Father's Day and or 4th of July, everyone be safe. And Ruben, be careful lighting those, those uh, fireworks, dude. I know you guys get crazy out there. Of course. And Jay, uh, happy Father's Day to you and Mike and everybody out there. You know, uh, hope you guys get to spend it with your families and and doing something enjoyable, you know. And uh, again, happy Father's Day. Real deal, Holyfield. Ruben Artiaga, thank you. And everyone, check him out. Ruben Artiaga on Instagram and C1500 Nonsense, bro. Have a great weekend. 
You too. You too, and we out. We out to you.